the Toronto Blue Jays, a uh, very storied franchise, you know, not talked about enough that they're playing an American sport in Canada. Um, you know, I don't know really where soccer lands on the Canadian scale. Obviously, hockey's first. I'm pretty sure lacrosse is big up there as well. Um, you know, but who's to say? But the Toronto Blue Jays, they got some great merchandise uh, throughout the years. But do you remember this hat that they had in the early 2000s that was like a Blue Jay? But it, it was like morphed into like a D shape for some reason. I don't I don't recall that hat, but that, that's... Google right now. Early yeah, let me Google it. Early two thousands, it was like it was you get know, like the Roy Holiday era hats. I don't know how else to describe it, but it looks like it's a D. You can kind of see the part of it's a T, like the back. They do part. always have nice, like I would, I, I mean, it's tough to mess up those colors. Like, well, well, I got the Phillies Brewers game in the background right now, and I was gonna say I give the Brewers a lot of credit for going back to that um, glove hat logo. You're talking about one of these. Let's see if you can. Yeah, it's that first one. It's that first okay. one. Yeah, I get what you're saying with the D, G, uh, D a little bit. You can see, yeah. I mean, like, like you can see how the ends a T, but you should, certainly wouldn't say that that's like a T-shaped bird. You know, it's more rounded than anything else. Like if you didn't know what they're, yeah, uh, that's. Huh. As a child, I thought uh, they had Carlos Delgado. Oh no, I don't even think they had Carlos Delgado. <laughs> I think Carlos Delgado was on Miami. That is such a kid thing, though. He's like, oh, well, it's just that. Yeah, let, let me see. Hold on. Let me see if Carlos Delgado ever played for them or if I'm just – oh, no, he did. There we go. He only played for my or for the Marlins for one year. Played for, for Toronto from 93 to uh, 04, I was going to say. And, and I was like a huge baseball kid growing up, like huge collecting the cards, like, like you know, like my parents thought that they had like a rain man, but for baseball stats <laughs> growing up. Honest to God, I think when I turned out to like struggle in math later – uh, part of the reason why I was such a shock to people was because, like, I knew baseball statistics so well stats, growing up. Right. Yeah, yeah, I was like a little what money a player. Delgado must have been though. They they named their whole team after what, him. What, no, well, like that's the thing is, I remember I was just like, well, like as a child, I just completely made up in my head, like you know, I couldn't get the team named after him, but the D, the, the, the Toronto Blue Jay on their hat shaped into a D for Carlos Delgado. Like I wish sports went that far with, with stuff where they like, oh, you want to get a free agent? Like you're gonna have to re. Redo yeah. your whole uh, uniforms next year to. Well, dude, a, a- Rod back. Name. You know, uh, which is very funny. Um, I, you know, tell me if if I'm hitting the. I'm not even saying this specifically about you. I think this is an age group thing. Were you a big Guinness Book of World Records kid growing up? Not, not even as big. big as some people, but yeah, I. I you I, get what I mean? Like, like I, I've, I've not even thought about it. My cousins record. had like all the books too. Yeah, like, you could actually look through them, and he would try to do like the stupid stuff. Like, I think he, he got tried to do one for like some penny tossing thing. Yeah, or like, or like you know, when the school book fair happened, or right. or when when you know you're in the library. Like, there's always like, and I remember the big thing was always like Alex Rodriguez, biggest contract ever with the Rangers back in the day. Uh, before he signed with the Rangers, he was in talks with the Mets and some of his demands was like, he wanted a private jet to himself. One thing that I saw that was listed was that he wanted his own like suite on the roads, like on, in hotel rooms are, are professional, like MLB players bunking up on the road. I would have assumed. That's that is strange. I would I've heard assume- weird things with hockey. I heard hockey players, like the young players, it's different than other sports. They'll like live with an older player for a while. No, sure, sure. And I, I get that maybe for like home games and stuff. Yeah. But like if you're even that like, to me is a little weird. Like if you're 
I guess if you're like an 18 year old player, but I don't, I don't know. Well, well, again, like think about this, like, like you have like five kids and you just got this, you you know, think about how much, you know, nowadays, like we've come a long way from like 2008 when people pretended like the, the uh, Phoenix Suns uh, medical staff were like magicians for being like, Hey guys, drink some water and and stretch a little bit, you know, or whatever they were doing. Like we know so much about like sleep and like taking care of your body, rest, uh, restoring all that. Like, like you're telling me like these billion dollar entities aren't buying like separate rooms for, for their hundred yeah, million upset. dollar yeah, investments to, to rest. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but anyway, he also a two year old guy teaching the young book anymore about how to treat his body. Right. Yeah. We also, um, I, I think I talked about that last episode was about how like, you know, back in like the sixties, they were like, no, 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 you're, you're running back. You can't lift weights. Damn it. Yeah, you'll you'll yeah, be yeah. so heavy from the muscles. It's like, well, actually the muscles are also going to make me go fast. <laughs> now, but the other things A-Rod wanted was he wanted a, a, an office uh, set aside at like the Mets like facility for like his own <laughs> advertising team that the team was going to pay for. And he specifically wanted more uh, like, like it was a clause more billboards in New York city at any given time than Derek Jeter, which honest to God, I think is gold. That's that great. Is, that's pretty good. Yeah. Like, tell me, a a- Rod requested anything and I'd leave it though. He's one, like, he's just one of those weird celebrities. That, I love, I don't love they say that. he has like a centaur picture of himself yes. in his house when you first walk in. Well, I love that everyone like, felt that way when he was like a player but now everyone like loves him now that he isn't and i i love claiming that as like the wolves owner like i love being like that's what a rod brings it i i pretend like a rod is like muhammad ali like a sports icon like zay rod baby like like and you know if a rod never did steroids probably you'd call him like one of these guys you know i think he's he was like such a huge name not only that i'm pretty sure he's like Like, even before he was on the yankees he was like that guy that you're just like he just know yeah even even if you don't watch baseball you just know that name you're like even even with um I don't, you know, I'm sure pool holes that like it's messed up. Like A Rod finished like, you know, fifth or something all time in home runs. You know what yeah. I mean? So, uh, yeah, yeah, man. But good defensively when he was younger too. Like, obviously, I got a ride for A Rod now that he uh, is a Wolves owner. But like at the end of the day, I how much care. is of the, the uh, Wolves does he own? Is he like? It's him and Chuck Lure are gonna be like fifty. You know, again, Chuck yeah, Lure like might that. own more, but like it, it is like both of them as owners. A good portion not- of it. Like, it's not one of those things where it's like Jay-Z owns one. Yeah, that's what I was basically asking. Yeah, again, like, even if he doesn't own as much as Lore, like, I know it is like. The Jay-Z one was weird, too, because it was like, his was like so minuscule. It wasn't even like. Yeah, but like, like Justin Timberlake, I think, owns like 4% of like the Grizzlies. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. And, but you never hear that. Like, like I believe they are both like. like That was a big thing for a while. Remember, they were acting like because Jay-Z owned that, like, they were going to get every single player in the league yeah that was that's how I mean, things I'm, work i'm a white guy so you know it's not really my place to make these decisions feels like that was pretty racist whoever was saying yeah, that no that, i think someone I, I forget who it was someone made a joke about it recently where they were just like was that just the ultimate like old guy like you yeah. know what you know what black guys listen these to like rap songs, music. they're gonna they're gonna want to go and yo yo it up with jc <laughs> like like, like yeah. in his low ride <laughs> but um Oh, I was going to say that, like, I don't even care as much as, like, I got to pump up A-Rod for the Wolves now. I don't even care about A-Rod's redemption tour as much as I'm, like, 
happy for whatever reason that people like know now that Derek Jeter's kind of like a dickhead. Like he was like, you know, it was always like El Capitan. Like, like, you know, it was like, oh, Jeter like bangs more famous women than anyone. Did you hear that he gives them gift baskets and stuff? Isn't like, you know, this guy's the man. And it's like, I get that on some point, but people would also be like, oh, he's so scandal free. He doesn't distract at all. He just, he just cares about winning. And it's like, that obviously isn't true to an extent. You're not Actually going from like Shakira him, yeah. to Jessica Biel to, to Jessica Simpson. They do and... the stuff online where they do like entire like starting lineups of, of people yeah. like, with that. It's like, oh, all right, well. I also love that he got like chased out of the Miami Marlins organization. That was a mess. And that's another thing that's what's great. It's like A-Rod, again, I believe owns much more of the Wolves than, than Jeter owned of them. And also it's very confusing. I mean, well, A-Rod also shout out to... Uh, like 2016 LD, A Rod was a shark at one point, and yeah, I'm the original Shark Tank guy. Yeah, so that. like, yeah. Where is he ranked for you for like all time? Like guest sharks on there. I mean, you know, admittedly, I'm I'm not quite the Shark Tank man that I used to be. No, no. Um, yeah, so oh, just like from when you Bryson were Stott home run. Yeah, yeah, two run shot there. With were you at that game Friday first. for his first one? What? Were you at that game Friday for? Did you end up going to that? Um, I was, was past Friday. I wasn't at the game. I was at the Angels game. Um, it wasn't the one. I was at Friday's game. I believe his was Saturday where he hit the. Uh, he hit that, but the, on Friday he hit his first one. Yes, yes, I was. Yeah, you are right. I do remember that. That's what I do remember that. That could be confusing. Yeah, he yep, obviously yep. hit the bigger one Saturday. Yep. I was there for that, though, too. You're right. You're right. Uh, Moniac, yeah, that was a great game we, we saw. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Bosses. That was great. But, no, I would – um, I'd put A-Rod up there for the guest sharks that I've seen. Um. Jeff Foxworthy was a pretty disappointing guest shark. He was on there? Yeah, season two, him and Cuban were the guest sharks. Of course, Cuban. I know they did Kutcher for, didn't they do Kutcher for a while? Yeah, Kutcher wasn't that great. Um, Who's the guy I like? The guy that was pretty good. Yeah, you like that African American gentleman who said, I'm going to eat your lunch. He was going to eat the guy's lunch. Yeah. I, I really liked uh, the guy from GoPro because he his name was like, Nick Yeah, Nick I remember you liking that guy. What was that guy? Well, he really leaned into his role. He'd be like, Yo, bro, like, like we'll do this deal. Continue to mean some buds taking this yeah, boarding he did, he did and like <laughs> trying out the technology first, brother. Like, like I think didn't him and the guy I like stay on for a little bit. Like, didn't they? Yeah, well, just like a one off. Uh, actually, I think your guy went off pretty quickly, and and my guy and and the GoPro guy stayed on longer because uh, I okay. know the I GoPro bet, guy stayed longer. And race I think related, I it was probably race stuff. related. Yeah, that's, that's why true. I stopped watching that show. That's. Yeah, I, I bet you, I haven't looked this up, they had to have, like, brought somebody that was on the show originally back to be um, a guest shark by now. There's no way that that oh, happened. Shows love doing that. Yeah, 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 they love, you know, oh. I mean, Shark Tank also had some great villains, the Copa Divino guy, what a, what a man. Oh, I mean, hey, also, that guy was great. <laughs> see the sharks? Yeah, oh, yeah, that guy, that guy loved. He just had a look of, like, an evil guy. <laughs> that guy was, like, the, the, the 1980s Rowdy Roddy Piper of the Shark Tank. Like, he would just come <laughs> up. You know, boot the referee in the nuts, and and you know, put it, put a hand. But he, in and he, but he still was like a dorky guy too. So oh yeah, like fitting at the same time. But I will say he was really bad for the tank because then it gave the sharks a little too much, like you know, cockiness behind them, where yeah, somebody yeah. would be like, "Well, let me think about this deal before I put my entire life like work." Oh, uh, you know on paper into a contract and the sharks would be like oh so you're one of those gold diggers huh like see you later pal next and then they'd eat some caviar like like who's gonna tell kevin about wine you can't do that 
Oh, tell Kevin that, about wine. Right at Tim the I was really early that Kevin O'Leary was a natural show. You were, you, were, you did get that, that guy. Way. Yeah, that guy's an electric factor. You can't hate him. But um, <laughs> funny enough, and I'll use this to round up our, our baseball talk because I didn't didn't expect this to be a baseball podcast uh, the no, way yeah. it's turned into today. But um, you know, I brought up Camden Yards last week. I was talking about how they brought back, moved back the fence. Um, when, oh, I was yeah, like, when I was looking up something about that, I saw that Camden Yards is called like the ballpark that changed the like America or like the first what? like the ballpark that changed. No, America. I have always heard that it's a nice ballpark, but I've, yeah. I've never heard that. Never no, heard I that. always knew that. I looked into it, and it turns out that like you know, and this obviously I knew thanks to Veteran Stadium is like before Camden Yards. Nearly all stadiums were like they got really into like building football and baseball two for one stadiums, right, right. and there were always like these big round coliseums that kind of turned out to not really be good for either one, and and had no, you know, no real person. I know for what isn't it the Pacers that have where it's like their stadiums built just for basketball. Yeah, like they're like one of the only ones. Yeah, the think about it like that. You know, obviously there was a Yankee old Yankee Stadium, Wrigley Field, and Fenway, and obviously yep. part of the reasons why they were so famous and lasted so long is because which i was thinking about that the other day how crazy is that that they knocked it down the original yankee stadium and meanwhile it's like fenway wrigley still got like not only yeah, going strong but like massive i got to icons. see uh the josh hamilton home run derby there the uh yeah all them at the, the last ones yeah Did you hear so bomber's idea for for a stadium for the clippers what no it's uh they're saying that uh so he wants to kind of like the Rose Bowl stadium. He wants to get rid of all the suites on one side of the stadium and just have it straight rows straight up. So it creates like a wall and he thinks it's going to have like an echo effect. And I was like, this guy's just a maniac. Yeah, I I do too. Cause it's like, I, I, I hate that. It's everything's just like a cookie cutter. Like, stadium, and as like so a sports like, fan, wouldn't you rather have an owner who thinks like that than Vivek yeah. Renadive who wanted to play four on well, I, you, on defense? He's a bad example. Cause, cause he's a maniac too. And it, it makes me laugh. So yeah, I, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's like, like I'd rather have a, a bomber maniac than a Vivek <laughs> maniac. I think the Kings, what are the Kings have to lose? They should have just tried it. Yeah. Just, just see what happens. Like Honestly, like you can't tell me that there isn't math that would have backed that up too. I mean, think like, and they're going to just miss enough that, that like, you, right now free. like and i'm not trying to say like an old guy like oh there's no defense or like i think it's worth a try like just yeah. to see what happens like but i um, can't do it for two quarters in game like 10 like and just see what happens but besides so besides the the baseball only thing uh the other things that made camden yards very special uh was that it, it like was really built into the city both in terms of like having the city in the background like the skyline and um you know having like the bars and like building out the restaurants around it um okay. which has become very popular and then also they say that it it had like this old school new school field where you know and think of citizens Bank park like a lot of exposed brick you know yeah. and also apparently which baseball teams weren't doing before that is that they really like embraced the history side of baseball where you know they had like all the exhibits and you know like cal ripkin's corner where where it was yeah, like yeah, a yeah. restaurant and, you know like like they got ashburn alley and like all that and so i wanted to ask you what are if you know if and I think it's best to do this with a baseball stadium because I feel like they have the most personalities out of any stadiums. Uh, if, if you know, Phillies were building a new stadium, what, what, what are your, like, must-haves for a stadium? If, if you were in charge of a, of a stadium, what, what, what would you want in it? 
That's good. That's a good question. Uh, I, I'm a sucker for if it's near city having the skyline in it, like a vibe. Yeah. Like I love how Citizens Bank Park, like the outfield, you can yep. see that skyline. I um, love the bank too, man. I think it's if you oh, that's think- what it is one of like I think out of all the Philly sports teams, like baseball's not my favorite sport of them, but that I think that's the nicest stadium and the most like, the experience. Field. Um, I, yep. I love that it has the short porch and right with the out of town scoreboards there. It's got the mm-hmm. triple decker and right, and you know since it has that short porch, sometimes balls will go in the second, even third deck. Right. Uh, it's got Ashburn Alley, which kind of gives it like a, a yeah. boardwalk whole- type yep. of feel. Um, you the know, whole yeah. fame club is pretty nice too, having yep. all that those stuff. So yeah, yeah. I saw Larry Bowen in there the uh, on the game at Friday. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. nice. Yeah. I always just remember as a kid, him them chanting his name when he's yelling at the yump and everything. Yeah, yeah, same. I Larry yeah. Bowen was like also my idea of like the first like him and like Andy Reid are the first like Philly coaches I can. Remember. Yeah, yeah, I think of those two and um, uh, who else? Um, Larry Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Larry Brown coach, but like I definitely like only kind of thought of AI with that team. And there was a period when I was really young that I just combined him with Pat Croce, though. And I was oh, yeah. Larry Brown and Pat Croce. I just turned them into one person for some reason. Pat Croce, who's he the coach of? He was the he's not the coach. He was one of the owners for the Sixers. He was the wild oh, okay. one in the AI years. I was gonna say like, I know that name was in my he head. He was kind of like a bomber type. He would do like the like which go crazy on the sidelines and stuff. So I just like turned and formed them into one burst and at one point. Yeah, I think restaurants though were a big thing for mine. And I kind of I do yeah. really like Did you do the promotion. Obviously, for number two, I was gonna say like the promotions and stuff was good. Yeah, that's great for baseball. You, you need that. And I, I like, you know, that's that's what makes a baseball is like I do like, and I, you know, we talked about this a bit last week with the with the outfield fences. I do love that aspect of like you're really controlling the dimensions of the field and that adds its own level. Yeah. That is different than other sports. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else, the field, you can't change the field. A buddy of mine. Would you do like a wild wall or anything? Like, would you have like a a big fence or a. I I, I don't think necessarily a wild wall, like in a wacky sense. I think I would. um, I think I'd like, I, 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 I don't mean this in like a super weird way. Like this is going to sound like I almost want like a bizarro stadium, but like, I think I would like a, a short porch in like sort of right field, maybe left, like which one, it doesn't matter, but then kind of like a deeper center field. That's a little like, yeah, further, you know I what I mean? So I would, I would have one part deeper. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think that opens it up more to triples. Like I, I'd want it to be mostly a defensive park, but one of the two walls to be, you know, a pretty, pretty shallow, like considered a, a hitter's one, sort of like the, the Phillies right field wall. Would you have Which, any like thing that really sticks out, like having like the Phillies have the bell? Some people have like the waterfall. So I was about to but... say that is the one thing I think the Phillies need to make sure the bell rings every time. It didn't ring on yeah. one of the home runs it's like... at that game we were both at Friday. And I do think that that's like I, I heard that the Rogers center, there was definitely the... how many dads you think made that joke like. Oh, that's because it hit. They hit so many of the, the thing like ran out yeah. of batteries. Like, that are like, oh, that, that's how bad the inflation gets. I got to pick and choose where <laughs> the bell rings. Uh, yeah, but I heard like the Rogers Center up in uh, Canada, the uh, the Blue Jays Park, to take it back to them somehow. Um, I heard that like they're really good right now with like they have a great atmosphere since their team's so good and they yeah. just got back up there after uh, the pandemic. I think they were in New York all of last year, and I heard Not that like really, when yeah. they're relievers come in when they're up since it's like an indoor dome they like turn off the lights kind of or like flat or like do like strobe like it, it turns into like a house concert for like when the relievers coming out oh, like they cool. play whatever yeah, his music that. is and you know i i think like our version of that is like you know home team hits a home run 
Like I've gone to a ton of, I've gone to more Phillies games than any other Philadelphia sports team in my life. And like mm. the number one thing I think of is a home run and hearing the dun and the yeah, bell going yep. back and forth yeah, and, and turning back and, you know, you're high five in and, and mm. everyone's going nuts. Like, so I think they, they got to play that bell every time, you know, I think I'm with you on that. Yeah, I would, do have that t- a good team for that right now. Like they're one of those teams that they, the pl- like players, like that aren't, aren't fans of blue Jays will end up like kids will wear Vlad Jr.'s jersey and yep. stuff. Yeah, like there's athletes when you're a kid that, that like everybody likes. To yeah, stick out to you. Bo Bichet, if he, like, yep. you know, yeah, he's having a little bit of a down year, at least Biggio's, started out. They got Biggio's kid, bad. too, don't they? What? Don't they have Biggio's kid, too? Yep, yep. But they they also have – um uh else's kid, too? Yeah, who's the third one? Well, uh, they have uh, Lordy Guriel Jr., who's related to the Yuri Guriel on, on the uh, – uh, uh, Astros, but also they've got uh, Teoscar Hernandez. They got this right fielder who like had a hundred and like forty RBIs last year, and just like uh, hits okay. like like they get him like he's not as good as these guys, but like they get him as like a Bryce or like a Juan Harper Junior. In the sense that like when when he get like like you know he's a good hitter and like he can just get a hold of him sometimes and and drill him and he's okay, a yeah, good sorry, athlete, man. you know. Put the team then. Yeah, so so I just and, and a lot of guys that like you know Bo Boucher, uh, no, not to get this a racial thing. Who doesn't love a, a middle infielder that's white with like the long hair? You know what I mean? Yeah, Especially, that is like a huge. I remember uh, was it Cleo Green? Yep, the, yep. Yeah, it was everyone always loved him. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so so I, I I'm with you on that. I would like like. The um the Angel Stadium has always stuck out to me because it has that little like waterfall and rock formation. Yeah, yeah that's all. That's all. I, I thought it was the Angels, but I wasn't sure. So it always makes me think of a mini golf course for some reason. <laughs> it does in a weird way. That's like yeah, a yeah. Or even I played um, like an embarrassing amount of mini golf in my life between having the Jersey Shore so close and yeah. going to Myrtle Beach every summer. Oh, the big guy's got to be a big miniature golf. Oh, he. Guy. Like, it might be it, behind like fancy football. Might be his favorite thing on the planet. Yeah. It takes a very serious. Uh, we we do like a whole weeks long thing where mm-hmm. we keep score for the entire week and then. Oh, that's br- I could just see, oh that's how many times hold on hold on you've never told me this story before listeners I'm like tell me if I'm wrong how many yeah, times has, this up. has he mentioned no but like I'm I'm telling you like if, if he's never done it just say it has he said before like I like doing it that way every shot counts that like even <laughs> even Sawyer's up six. <laughs> This round, yeah, like, so, like yeah, I so. can't give up because, like, the next game, like, like every shot counts when you do it that way. That's why it's great. Every shot counts. Like, he, tell me, yeah, I'm right. I'm right. Yeah, he says so. that. <laughs> uh, I know it. I, I knew it. The, the, the big man, the big guy's a lunatic, and I, I know him. Like, back of my hand, like, like that's the exact sort of sort. Like, no, if, if we were just keeping score each round, score gets up five strokes by by the sixth hole. Game's over. But now this way, it's like you know, even if he's got a big lead, I got to be on it because every hole counts. <laughs> And he's uh, a, for a big guy. He's frustratingly good at it at mini golf too. So it just like drives me. Oh nuts. no, that sucks. That's definitely up his alley. Somewhere you just gotta like have an old veteran feel for the curve. Yeah, and it's just like he's oh, hitting like yeah. ridiculous putts, and you're like, ah, oh, this guy. I need to hear the. He big does guy. like that. You would get real mad too. He'll do like a little like. like yeah, I need to I hear him. Him. I need to hear him with like grave seriousness to talk about like well sort of see like you don't understand here like the incline to go into the hippos the hippopotamus's mouth it's like steeper at the bottom <laughs> so you gotta hit it a little harder than you like I need to hear him breaking down the aerodynamics well, he he of the he doesn't even have fun with the mini golf where like he'll like you have a hole like that you're you're gonna go for like take chances he like lays up in mini golf like oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go for the three here <laughs> oh my god. He doesn't even get to enjoy the game. He just takes it too serious. 
that's everything oh man dude that's too good that's too good I was about to say, though, uh, uh, the last ballpark I was going to comment on that has like a very famous distinguishing feature is that uh, 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 AT&T might be called something else now, but the the giant stadium out there, like they got the big glove and like the I think they have a big Coke out there too, Coke bottle. Oh, is it? I know the the Mets just got like a big, don't they have a big statue out there now? Yeah, well, they always have like that, the hat with the apple coming out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I I believe. City um, Field, City Field, that's what it is. They got some kind of big thing out out there in San Fran uh, along with the Bay. But yeah, I would like a big, but it can't be forced. Like the the Miami Marlins used to have that giant, like abominable statue water fountain thing. Um, uh, You can't, you know. They like, gotta stop a stand. They never like the statue. Sometimes okay, but when they do like the bust, it just never looks good. Yeah, do, like the bust of someone's head. Except for when Yankees Stadium, the old one. I don't even know if they have it. The new one. They used to have. I remember as a kid. Again, I was a big baseball kid. I thought that like you remember the Memorial Park Yankee Stadium had, where it's like all the plaques out and like the outfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like the logo. I used to think like as a child, I like. I would have taken that over like Arlington Cemetery. I was like, oh man, like Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth, Joe, the Yankee Clipper. Like, oh my gosh. Like, again, I can see you and your dad, yeah, going through that. A a friend of mine has been to the new Yankee Stadium recently and he told me it's like soulless. He said it's just like concrete and seats. It's just like, he said it reminded him of Veteran Stadium. That's awful. Why? Like, again, especially that organization too, you would think like they would be the opposite of anything. That's that's a real shame for Yankee fans that like they they had like the original owner, you know, and now that guy's dead. And now his son, it's just like, you know, instead of the Yankees being like his legacy project, it's like, well, this is my livelihood. So, like, you know, we'll give Garrett Cole the big contract, but like I'm not just running around doing whatever (laughs) the hell I want. Like we're running a business here, folks, you know, (laughs) I always thought and and we'll end our stadium talks with this because I never would have thought we would have gone this long. Yeah, I Um, did not expect this. (laughs) uh, I, I, if I was ever a sports team owner, you can't tell why. I always thought, like, the money deal of the century. It's like, if I was going into a season, I'd make this huge announcement where I'd be like, guys, major announcement coming in a few days, like, not related just to the team, like, like on the field. Like, we're not signing anyone. Don't, don't think something like that. Don't worry about that. You know, huge announcement. And then when the announcement came, I'd just be like, guys, drinks are 25 cents cheaper throughout the stadium <laughs> this year. Like, huge news 25 and like i don't know why as a kid i was like do you know how much more drinks these people are gonna buy because in their mind they're like oh it's practically free it's 25 cents cheaper like i thought luke for a second you were about to reenact the bill simmons show promo where he did like the whole like sports stadium and like and, and owners should build their own fucking stadiums yeah. and he did that like that whole like tough guy like I, i'll never forget to be with this I'll never forget Bill Simmons' show having Ricky Williams and Seth Rogen on for a weed-themed episode. And they asked, and he asked the two uh, which former presidents they most like to smoke weed with. Oh, my God. Uh, and, and they were both very taken back. And, like, well, you know, I like, can I say none? Like, I, why, why would I want to smoke weed with any former presidents? But, like, <laughs> you know, I, I forget who they both ended up. I, I think one of them, I think Ricky Williams gave, like, a very good answer on, like, Teddy Roosevelt. And then I think Seth Rogen literally just went, like, you know what, like, 
he did a great job. Teddy Roosevelt too. Like I'm, I'm so like, <laughs> again, I'm not positive on that part. What I am positive on is Bill Simmons. It's like, really? Like no one's going with like, I always know like Bill Clinton would be great. Whip out, whip out a saxophone, start playing, you know? And Seth Rogen just goes, I gotta be honest, man. I've never been smoking weed with someone and been like, man, I just wish they'd whip out their saxophone right now and start, start playing. You he know? tries it. He's been trying real hard these last few years to, the, get the younger crowd he, he did it on a, a podcast just listen today they did like uh um knocked up for rewatchables and they at the end of it they always do like oh what's like one thing from the movie you would take and a younger kid said like the gas mask for like smoking and bill simmons like agreed saying like that's what i would take and i'm like all right bill like come on i haven't listened to a rewatchables in a really long time um, damn it. I had another Bill Simmons comment based on, on that, but I forgot what it was. Um, but, uh, I haven't watched rewatchables in a really long time, but they'd always do this segment that was like, you know, like, or like, or they'd be like, could this movie get made still today? And Bill would be like, I mean, at a certain point in the movie, you know, they, it was they the, ne- say, it's the, uh, they do Netflix. Could you turn this into a Netflix like thing? And every time he just says no, and it's just like, yeah, well, why even have the, this segment? If you're just going to say no every time, why even have this? Like, well, he'll always just be like, you know, there's that line at that point where, where he says, you know, like, your dad really wants you dating a black guy. That's no good. And it's like, well, A, like, I don't think anyone's trying to cancel the show because of that. And B, it's like that that line wasn't, con- you know, uh, uh, needed to, to tell the whole story. Like, I'm nah. pretty sure they just cut that out. Go around it, my man. Like, yeah, he's oh, he's man. Do you say, oh. I'm trying to retrace my steps here because <laughs> I'm always going to pull out some, some good memories that, that it just jabs at Bill. You got to start listening to him again. He's, he he's, going off the trying, rails he's trying to appeal more to kids. Oh, it's that's so, what it was. It's so that's funny. Was. You Wait, can, I just got to like, again, you have like a podcast, you can't see anything. You can feel the people like pulling back on some of it. Like, and it's sometimes it's people with the same age. And it's just like, all right, Bill, like, come on. Um, well, I, I got you. And they so go so far the other way, like trying to make up for it. I remembered the thing and this wasn't it, but we, I did give you a great thing the other day about how Bill loves to do like that. He just loves to have these takes about Hollywood. Like it's the 1990s where like, they'll be talking about, you know, like, Oh, you know, the new, the brand new uh, Dune with Timothy Chalamet. And Bill will be like, you know what guys, I gotta say like, what's Timothy Chalamet just going to play in a, $60 million rom-com directed by Penny Marshall, who's been dead for three years. You know, like, he's a busy guy, but he's, you know, his buddies are a little more, less mature than him and trying to keep him in the bar scene and he really likes this girl at the office. Uh, but she's got a kid. You know, when, when's that movie gonna come? Bill, like, I'm sorry, they don't make You Got Mail anymore, dog. So, like, so give it a just... Sleepless in Seattle's not getting a 2022 <laughs> remake. Like, wait, when are we finally just gonna see Leo DiCaprio play a cop, you know? Like, like, like who's got to bust up a, a crime in Chicago? Bill, nobody's making these movies anymore, dude. Like, <laughs> come on. They, they, so he kind of just got called out on that too. They, <laughs> they did an episode where they were just getting new, like, because they, they do the same thing, like awards every week. So they were trying to get new awards and stuff. And someone said like, all right, at a certain point when you guys do the recasting, you have to just do where it's like updated recasting. Because now you're just like, it was getting old where they're doing these older movies and they're just rotating the same three actors every time. We're like, oh, like it's like, oh, you're gonna rotate like Leo, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, so like over and oh, over Bill again. Loves- so they just kept doing that, and then people were just like, why don't you just make it where it's modern? Like you have to you do an older movie, you have to do modern actors and vice versa. Dude, Bill loves him. 
some uh some Matt Damon. And I know you do too. And I, I do don't... too, but I, I'm very strong on like the Leo over Matt Damon. And he oh, yeah. says he claims he is too. And but he then, is but but then gives five reasons why he's not. So it's yeah. like he'll he'll do like Oh, like, I, I know, I think Lu, Lu, Leo's the better actor. I just don't think Leo could do these three roles and Matt Damon could do the roles that he Leo did. Leo couldn't like, do oh, so you say Martian. Matt Damon's better. He said Leo couldn't do The Martian. The Martian. <laughs> the Martian's just Matt Damon sitting on Mars and being like, hey, guys, remember disco music? I've been listening to it because that's all I got for the last 60 days. <laughs> like, Look at me! I grew these potatoes. <laughs> Mars potatoes. He, he, he loves you. He do, uh, he does it with that one, and he does it with uh, this is a different actor, but he does it with Castaway and Tom Hanks. But it's like Leo's just like the most personable guy ever. Everybody just loves him. So like, I'm pretty sure he can get away with being on screen by himself. I don't think that'd be an issue for him. Yeah, like like he acts like he acts like Matt Damon possesses some it factor that Leonardo DiCaprio. Just, <laughs> That should have an gone, entire career on just having that factor. That should have gone right out the window the you minute know, the, uh, I, the, the part. Uh, what's it called? Once upon a time in Hollywood came movie. out because that whole movie's just Leo being like ah and being yeah, funny, like he, you know, like. Um, uh, but the building that I remembered that I was going to say earlier that's funny about when he tries to like relate to the youth is anytime he mentions a uh, big cat, he always hit like he'll do that from time to time, like once a year. And it'll, it like it'll be so forced. I'll never get one time. And you know me, I just have a very weird memory. He's on with like Titus and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like the game last night. NBA. Uh, you, you see that joke big cat made yeah it was pretty funny huh and it was like i've never seen something shoehorned more he's he's so bad at it i like it oh man he loves name dropping bill's a big name dropper a huge name dropper yeah yeah oh man but we love him anyway this has all been a preview for you guys by the way we're doing a a bill simmons episode of the podcast at some point so so i was i was really trying to work bill into this conversation for two reasons for that one and then two. I was going off the macro marketing from last week. I was saying that we I was we would just talk shit about other podcasts. So I was yeah. sticking that in there. I, was, I, was I like that. I noticed. I like that a two for one. <laughs> All right. Now that the uh, Bill Simmons and baseball hour is over, it's time to transition to the yeah, actual it. It <laughs> to the actual scheduled programming. Uh, as I've mentioned before, uh, Sawyer is an aggressively offline person. Um, and I guess you could call aggressively online. Um, I'm just kind of aggressive in anything I do for the most part. Um, that's, that, that's also fair. Yeah. I mean, except for like, I don't know. I'm kind of a, while also being a gentle giant, I'm also aggressive and I'm aggressive in anything silly, I suppose, uh, uh, it is to say, but, um, <laughs> which seems like a contradiction, but it, you make it work somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a big, um, there was a very viral Reddit post though this week uh, that that was on Twitter like two days ago, and I ranked it as my third all time favorite Reddit post. Um, okay. All three of these are in the same category of um, uh, well, two of them are one's a Reddit a relationship advice thing, and the other two is from Am I the Asshole, an all time subreddit that I love, uh, where you'll just literally post. Okay, because I, I do go on Reddit, but I, I don't know either one of those things. Yeah, so. yeah. So I mostly I, I'm I'm on Reddit a good amount, but it's mostly just for uh, AEW's Reddit and like uh, or yeah, I get like Everton stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. It's um, but but there's like some some, ener- stuff. 
But like if I'm ever like on a plane or on a train or I'm riding with my parents up to Rhode Island to visit my nephew, like like I have a few Reddits that like I think are funny that like I'll go to every few often and like look up you know, just the funniest post uh, right, right, right. Yep, yep. stuff like that. Right, yep. So am I the asshole is a very good one where people post like, you know, situ- you know, I got in this fight with my friend. Am I the asshole? And you explain the situation, whatever. Uh, and it's great because sometimes uh, the answer is just like, obviously, yes. And the person's <laughs> posting this. Like, honestly, though, sometimes like, like the titles of them are great because um, underneath you'll see what like the voted consensus is like it'll say like is the asshole or like mm-hmm. um, everyone is shitty here or like nobody's wrong or or you know not the asshole um sometimes you know the title will be like am i the asshole for for uh body shaming my 13 year old daughter and you'll like look at it and and you'll and then the post will literally be like my daughter wanted ice cream for dessert today i told her that she's getting at the age where she needs to start attracting boy you know and it'll literally be like well obviously but then sometimes you'll see ones that'll say like am i the asshole for um outing my gay like like uh a uh, friend and you'll be like they you know clicking on it you're like thinking like obviously but then it'll be like you know my gay friend was uh, fighting a retarded child and bullying them and like like you know what i mean and like and like you know something something ridiculous will happen you'll be like shockingly no it like, seems like quite the scenario there. no dude i swear to you like i've seen ones before that i'm like am i i saw one once it was like am i the asshole for telling my son that uh uh that like he can't call me dad anymore or something and like i clicked on it and i was like i feel awful for this guy not at all your son sucks you know like, like that's just what i meant is you'll you'll see something crazy but but this one the one from this week is is pretty tame in the grand scheme of things um right, let's hear it but it's still it's just very funny so it just says um hold on let me the screenshot i took isn't uh the greatest quality uh so let me just find the twitter for this one uh, also they changed the, the suicide prevention hotlines phone number imagine having the old <laughs> number you know what i'm saying you're just getting those calls all the I'll time go with that. I like that. oh man okay here we go there you go uh so do you know what a disney adult is sawyer not a clue so it's like you know i Granted, old LD, he doesn't hate Disney World or Disney stuff, but Disney adults are like those people that are like, you know, in their, they, you know, okay, 20s, yeah, I got one of, like, my old manager at work is, is yeah, like go to Disney twice a year, like, yeah, you know, yeah, they see all the vacations strictly Disney related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, they, they do, you know, everything right about them is Disney based, you know. Right, so, yeah. Am I the asshole for not having catering at my wedding? My female 28 and my fiance male 30 just got married uh two months ago and we had our dream wedding everything was perfect and i mean everything my parents and his parents helped us pay for a great chunk of the wedding so we could be debt free and we are so essentially grateful for that the time arose about a month and a half ago when my aunt started posting on facebook about how disappointed she was with the whole ordeal and a few guests sided with her Background, my fiancé and I are huge Disney fans, and we travel to Disney World as much as we can throughout the year. I mean, honestly, you should just, sidebar, you should just leave it as much as we can, because once you put it to throughout the year, that's frightening. Because that's, like, we got, you know, we go there, again, like, if, if I, I, you know, there's some people that, like, once they hit the age, like, 
21. They're literally like, I never yeah. have to set foot in Disney World again unless again, I Again, they're done with it. Yeah. I, I would go to Disney World next year for a vacation. I haven't been... Yeah, in, I don't got a problem with it. Yeah, eight eight years or so since we were seniors in high school. Like, like, But again, like the idea of someone who's an adult going to Disney World once in a year, I mean, like, all right, like, like we got to try to squeeze that back in before the calendar flips. That in and of itself is nuts to me. You know? Yeah, that is... <laughs> Um, uh, also, I like that you I li- you read fiance like they do in Seinfeld, how the one my fiance, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't my know if you even fiance. have to do it, but you did read it like that at one point. Uh, Disney is such an important part, not only to us, but uh, sorry, Disney World, as much as we can throughout the year, Disney is such an important part, not only to us, but also our marriage. The issue was with our decision to not offer catering service or bar services at our wedding. Due to routing the money towards having a wedding, Minnie and Mickey make appearances at our special day. The cost to have both Minnie and Mickey for a good chunk of time. Oh, somebody else just hit a home run for the Phillies. That's only Odubel Herrera. Um, the cost to have both Minnie and Mickey spend a good chunk of time, 30 minutes, was almost exactly what our parents allotted for our catering budget. So we scheduled an appearance during our first dance and our wording photos. Forgoing served food, though there were plenty of facilities at the venue where people could eat. My parents were still supportive of us, but everyone else is being very passive aggressive about it on Facebook. Am I the asshole? Edit, info. To those asking if the guests were warned, we clearly outlined in the invitations that there was food available at the venue, which, by the way, is not (laughs) warned. That is not not warned at all. We didn't exactly spell out every restaurant's menu, but it was certainly mentioned there were also vending machines available throughout. This person's just a lunatic. Like, there's, there's, there's no other. Edit two, info. For everyone saying that it's too much for 30 minutes, I want to clarify that it was two 30-minute sessions on different days. 2750 was the cost for one session. <laughs> So I have two initial reactions. Yeah, go ahead. Give it One, me. when you first were explaining this Reddit, I thought this was going to be you explaining what it is. And then I thought you were just going to make up an argument that we had and read like my <laughs> That would have been great. Uh, that that would have been, been great. A, an all-time moment by you. I, I thought I'm always on the defensive with you. So I, I thought that's what you were about to do. Which was no, no. Two, I, my older brother did have a wedding that fell through that he proposed to the girl at Disney World. So I, I just feel like I had to uh, mention that. And then this, this person's a lunatic, though. No, dude, that line that there were that there <laughs> were vending machines available. So I want to make this. How can she pretend I'll... like that's the same thing, though, saying that there's food available? Yeah, yeah and vending machine. Well, uh, well, no, no, no. Here's the thing is that I think that saying they're like, they, they were like, you know, people are like, did you warn other people? Well, we outlined in the invitations that food would be available at the venue. I do not think that is telling people that you are not. No, serving. that's every wedding that you have a, at a venue. Yeah. Food is available at the venue. Like that. Yeah. It's not. Well, dude, that's the other thing. Is like I famously have the power of a child. Well, I certainly am fine at a wedding because like I can eat steak. I like steak. Yeah, like I can eat a piece that. of chicken, no problem. Like at my sister's wedding, um, my parents like specifically asked for me to have like chicken tenders and fries ready for me. But like I completely missed that and therefore was just uh like on an empty stomach very drunk at this wedding i also like somehow missed the dinner for some reason uh so i 
Irish goodbye, my sister's uh, reception at the perfect time to get back to the Airbnb for my Domino's delivery. Uh, and there was like nothing else open in this rural, like Rhode Island sea town. Just an absurd sentence. <laughs> Dude, but I'll never forget sitting there. I'll never forget Kawhi Leonard hitting this crazy jump shot against the Warriors. And they started playing that Drake song. Uh, just hold on. It's coming home. And I was sitting there drunk, just vibing, eating my pizza. I was, I was great. I was like, well, what a great time. Um, I like how when weddings do the, um, where they just, they have food out. They don't do the set dinner where you sit down. They just do the food out. Uh, yeah, I agree things. with you. I like that. I don't I know what you want to call it. After you, yeah. After you go up once, when people are drunk, like you're talking about, they can go back and get seconds. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like that keeps things calm too a little bit. Also, I think it's important. Like some people, you know, some people eat on their way here. You know, some yeah, people, people are, some people need food before they drink. Some people need food mm-hmm. once they drink. I think it's better to kind of leave that up to them. You know, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, also, I want to on the record. This is not the most ridiculous wedding related thing on this list. But I will say, like, you know, when this was trending on Twitter, on that Reddit, uh, are you saying, or on the- oh, on the, on that Reddit, but also on this list of three Reddit posts I'm about to read to you, like that. Being, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. I got two more. One of them is also wedding related, and I think is way more like it infuriated me. Um, I, I got temporarily banned from the subreddit because my comment was so angry and uh, the moderator commented. And you got a temporary ban? Not, not yeah, no, I'm permanently banned from the Atletico Madrid and Pokemon Go subreddits, but not from... Um, I got to stop be- befriending people that are getting banned on Reddit. I, well, I mean, we were friends long from before like I even knew what Reddit from. was, so... Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. But I mean, uh, certainly when you met me... Uh, anyway, uh, repressive. <laughs> um, so, so... I, when this started going viral, I was like, oh, these people are just going to get like, you know, by all means, like having a Mickey and Minnie Mouse in costume at your wedding for pictures, I think is weird. But like, if that's not affecting anyone else's time and food having, like, you know, I'm not making fun. That's your wedding. Whatever you want to fuck do. It's none of my business, you know, dude, the people on Twitter, like the vending machine comments was the best one. Somebody tweeted a picture of one of those like arcade belts that have the quarter dispensers and said like old girl had like grandma walking around with one of these on the dance floor like for the vending machine <laughs> like and then somebody else said like best man had to hop off in the middle of his speech to let the the go uh the grub hub guy in with his wings stuck it's <laughs> a good one good one um uh what yeah, uh, next so, so you're you're grading them as lunatics yeah. Right. What, what's the, the thing you're supposed to grade them on if they're I'm just calling oh, if them they're lunatics. an asshole or not. Are they're I lunatics. Mean, oh, yeah, they're yeah, more lunatics than assholes, but I mean that I there's no way they don't know what they're doing in that with that. So like they so so um number two is gonna be the other wedding one, uh, which I was shocked. Uh the person ended up deleting their account. This was the one that I got a temp ban for. Uh this is way worse. Way worse. The other one is one of the funniest. I can't believe you're out there getting banned from these things. So the other thing is legitimately maybe funnier. Uh, the the number one Reddit post might be funnier than the Ethan Albright thing that we talked about earlier. You broke my heart with that. Yeah, but that's similarly that's similarly like the person who wrote this. Like I think that's like one of my favorite all time things. First, first learning about that as a kid. I can't believe. I never forget the Wendy's that I first read that in because I was laughing so hard. That's still probably the hardest I've ever seen you laugh. <laughs> um, okay, so you ready for this one? So this title, Am I the Asshole uh, for Wanting a Cash Bar at Our Wedding? So already you're thinking no one likes a cash bar at a wedding, right? No. So this is way worse than you can possibly imagine. 
Okay, so me, female 25, and my fiance, male 24, are getting married next week. And like many people our age, we are pretty grossed out by the wedding industry and are trying to keep our wedding as cheap as possible. So for example, we're having a ceremony and reception at my uncle's farm, free of charge, out in the country. My good friend from college who owns a catering business agreed to our catering for free as a wedding gift. And my fiance's good friends with a band that will play at our wedding for free also as a wedding gift. We got my dress and his suit from Goodwill and got them altered. Everything said and done, we will be paying less than 2000 for our wedding. Now we get to the alcohol. We're having a semi-big wedding, 150 people. We have a ton of friends and family coming from all over. And the idea of paying for all that booze is making us stressed out. It'd easily be at least 1K. We thought about it and decided to do a cash bar. We figured we could buy the choose the booze and pay one of my cousins to be bartender for the night. And we realized we could probably recoup some of our costs <laughs> on the wedding expenses by charging moderate prices for drinks. Win-win. Sawyer? I commented a win-win means you win, they win, not you win, they then win a second time while everyone else just, oh man, I was so mad about this, win-win, we were set on this idea until I brought it up with one of my bridesmaids and she flipped out and said that would be incredibly tacky. I was sort of taken back by this. <laughs> I looked online and cash bars or at weddings are pretty common. It seemed ridiculous to pay to get everyone else drunk. My other friends and family seem pretty split, and I'm starting to wonder if they're actually a faux pas. Am I the asshole? So obviously multiple people pointed out that a normal cash bar means that you are paying for like the cost of the alcohol, period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, some of them are just you're just tipping up the bartender. It's uh, yeah. as simple as that. Like I mean, you're, no, you're, this, you're <laughs> this woman thought she was gonna buy alcohol and then be like, all right, so if we charge three dollars for a woman's coat, <laughs> we're making a dollar. It's like it's like girl, like you other people said comment. This one he's older than the, the guy too in this. Oh yeah, but swear, there, there's something to those couples. Gifts. Like I, I'm not they're, I'm not saying swear, they're, they're getting gifts. This is a for-profit <laughs> wedding. This is a business. This person's getting married to churn a profit. That is ridiculous. This wedding is at a farm in the countryside, and and people got to take off work and go stay with with the Amish or some shit. And now they gotta. They're you're making money off of them. That's not how a wedding works. It seems unfair for us to pay the cab for everyone else to get drunk. That's the point. Is that all these other people are taking time out of their life, buying you gifts, buying suits, coming for you. The least you can do is pick up the bar tab. And honest to God, if you're poor, no one's going to shame you for, for you well, know. She, having- she added herself right there with the saying that for 150 uh, people, it, it might be 1K. Dude, you know what else is great is people, uh, somebody else pointed out how horrible it is that they're making, they said like, when you said that your friend is catering the wedding for free, I hope you mean that they're not making money and they're only charging you cost. Because if you're telling me that they're eating all of that and you can't even buy drinks for the wet, that's insane. This couple can't be a good hang. They, they can't. No. Be fun to be <laughs> Sorry, that's a great, so that's, again, that's worse than the Disney, again, like, I what take, do you think like a game night is at their house? Oh, I mean, oh, you're probably they're, they're running the Monopoly bank. They're like, all right, like, wait, <laughs> you didn't bring two hundred dollars in real life to the cash in. <laughs> oh, you got my bills God. to pay, dude. Like, I 
like like you're with me they're worse than the the, the Disney, oh but it's not even right? close it's not even yeah. comparable it's like even I, comparable. I would gladly eat a pack of cheetos out of a vending machine at a wedding while i'm drinking like the food. first couple is clearly just a weird couple in general they might be too. on the spectrum for, yeah i was just gonna say like they they clearly like they're, they're thinking differently than the rest of society these people are thinking just because they're maniacs like yeah these people these people, like, these people are looking suck. to get a leg up on their wedding <laughs> yeah, these people suck <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> these these I, I, the one part i like about it though it's like that maybe they're maybe they're turning the the wedding game upside down because it's i would love to see them talk to other people be like hey so how much did you make on your wedding day oh you mean like how much <laughs> like did we well, no most people gave this us like, a, for a we, a honey. This a- we went with a registry not catch gifts no 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 i mean you know like like dude i'm waiting to find out that they were charging for parking <laughs> that's his uh just see, I'll, I'll give them me. this though. Like, how many, how stressed out people get from weddings with people? It reminds people me of, um, it reminds me of, um, it reminds me when, um, uh, the NFL was like, did you, I, I think this ended up failing a few years ago. They were like, all right, we're not paying for the Super Bowl halftime show anymore. And actually, you're going to pay us for now on because, like, that's such good advertising for yeah. you. And I remember people were like, <laughs> And then yeah. by the time they got to like three doors down, was willing to do it. They were like, "All right, like we gotta, we gotta change ship on this. This isn't working anymore." Dude, I, down. I, I would have. Not only would I have not gone to like what I've like RSVP'd no to that wedding. I would have actively tried to convince other people to not go out of spiteful anger for what they did. What a what a move! I would try to find ways to charge them for other things. Like just yeah. Oh, finding man. them and stuff have, have fun coming to like oh ha, like i i couldn't wait to invite people over for the super bowl the next year and like tell everybody like hey just lie when they pull up like all right so that's five dollars for the parking pass for outside that's uh twenty dollars <laughs> for the buffalo uh buffalo chicken dip like, that's real good buffalo chicken dip you're you're wooey like you're, you're not they gonna gotta win. be pulling that at game night they gotta be doing that these people are terrible yeah yeah oh boy um all right so, are you ready for number one? This is moi. This is this is so good. This I is have one a of the hard time getting over the last one. Nah, this is so. This is great, and this one is in an idea. This is just our relationship advice. Uh, my twenty-nine female uh, husband, thirty-one-year-old male, has been obsessed with taking over his dad's company since watching Succession on HBO. <laughs> My husband and I were late to the party when it came to succession on HBO. We finally been watched the entire first season and all the current season two episodes. Great show, by the way. As a side note, my father-in-law owns a Halloween party type store. And it's not even his main hustle, but he's always been really into Halloween. My husband has become increasingly obsessed with unseating his father from the Halloween (laughs) store. I think this has to do with succession. <laughs> also, the phrase unseating quotation marks. And that, oh my God. We, I just mentioned with the last one, not a good hang. This guy is a good hang. This guy has a good sense of humor. This guy has a good sense of humor. He told me after we watched season one that he was troubled that his father hasn't named the successor for the <laughs> Halloween store. I thought he was joking. A few days later, he posed the question directly to his dad, who said nonchalantly that his sister, 27, would most likely take over because she lives nearby and doesn't already work full time. <laughs> 
but he obviously thought the question was odd because he's 56 and not really close to being quote unfit to run a Halloween season. <laughs> this guy, this guy's the best. I think, I'd hang I out with this guy tomorrow. I'd hang out with this guy tomorrow. <laughs> oh man. Well, I, I'm a little. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, you know, pull some umbrage with you saying that because I feel like this is the kind of thing I would do, and you'd get. Do I, I, think, I think so. <laughs> um. Then my husband started trying to find evidence that his dad was no longer fit to run the store. He told me he had a meeting with the store, quote, shareholders. Did you say Later he was 56? I... What? Didn't you just say he was 56? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was unfit to run the store. <laughs> he tried to find out. Or, uh, uh, he, he, he told me that he had a meeting with the store's shareholders. But later I found out that he just accosted two teenage boys who had checked into his store on Facebook and informed them the store clearly needed new management. He also asked me if I would consider consulting for the store part-time remotely as a way to, quote, unravel things from the inside. (laughs) The weirdest thing is that this store is a labor of love and probably makes very little money. Around this time, I realized he was just trying to out, uh, act out succession. I accused him of it and said it's crazy. It is, and he said it's crazy. He said it has nothing to do with the show, and he just really feels the Halloween store is not in safe hands without a successor. <laughs> then the sexual stuff got weird. I'm not a stranger to kinks, but he's now asking me to blow him and spit his load into his mouth, which is fine. But again, this is from Succession. Now that we're watching season two, he's developed a humiliation fetish and just wants me to call him a pathetic worm while he masturbates in the bathroom. He also denies this. This guy's the best. He also denies that this is being related to Succession. The final straw was when he actually suggested we move 200 miles to live closer to the Halloween store to get a better <laughs> grasp on the situation. I'm legitimately worried he could quit his job. <laughs> I'm highly concerned that this little role play might involve in a drug use. I wouldn't mind it if it was a joke, but literally, literally everything he says is a line from succession. For example, he now says fuck off all the time and asked if a framed portrait in our house would be to Saddam. He then denies he's doing succession and tells me I'm micromanaging his language. He is still plotting to take over the Halloween store and our sex life is already ruined. So now I'm afraid our financial life is next. (laughs) If he quits his job to take over the store, we will be broke. This isn't the first time he's become weirdly obsessed with the TV show, but in the past, I've usually been able to ignore it. What do we do? (laughs) You say this guy's great. I disagree because this guy clearly lacks creativity. He's just ripping off succession for material. (laughs) I think the wife. My advice with this girl doesn't realize how good good she's got it. This guy's a gem. Sawyer, like to please him. This guy's great. I mean, I mean, again, this sounds all fun and games, but like imagine if your living situation. I'm trying to think of, you know. Uh, of a movie where where this could be related but like imagine your living situation was in you know compromised because one of your roommates was trying to live out a movie if i like had a hint that the person i was dating was pulling something from a show like this like i would never question it once i would just be fully on board whatever they were saying i'm I'm going along with it i would i would just this sounds like a humiliating thing to out at like a dinner party 
Like, like, imagine you're at a, like, like she's at a dinner party with her husband and like their two couple friends and she's just, and like her husband says something and then and she's just like, yeah, it's from succession. My dipshit of a husband can't think for himself and, and just speaks in TV. The quotes. fact that he's denying it's from it is even funnier. And yeah, it, no, it almost, is... I will say though, it does almost seem too, too good to be true from my end where it like, once you said the Halloween story, it almost does seem like a setup story. Oh, uh, no. Someone's it's, just it's, having fun with. But. Well, so it's both, not only does it seem fake, but it's inspired me to write a uh, a rebuttal version, uh, our relationship vice, which is, uh, what do <laughs> it I does, do? It does make me I just want to go I, I think my, uh, my, my girlfriend has gotten too into the Sopranos, and it's going to be through the lens of a high schooler. So you'd be like, she's really started, like, she started treating her high school, or like her clicky friends group as a family and keeps talking about uh warning me that if she catches me with a gumar she'll have my neck like like i just oh man i i really i that's that's as good as it gets i mean but but at the end of the day like tell me that's not ethan albright that thing that says like he just it did make me think of that that's (laughs) dude like that thing where where he's like but he thought this question was was odd as he is 56 <laughs> years old and far from being unfit to run a season i i think you gotta contact this guy get get him on the show get him on yeah, yeah uh, let me see if the account's still active i doubt I think it this but... guy's great man now nah, the account's been suspended so i can't look it up right now but oh. i mean that's you just don't want me to befriend this guy i think i think you're getting jealous i think you're getting jealous <laughs> oh man i'm telling you though i i don't know like what besides what what else besides the Sopranos? I was thinking Yellowstone, but what else would be like a very good riff for me to write, like a TV show to write, like a fake, like help my 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 boyfriend began watching Game of Thrones and now he's trying to turn our our uh, our. I just could I, I just keep laughing because I'm just thinking of like a grown man, like clearly, like it it'd be so obvious what's happening. Like the guy's just watching the show, yeah. and now wants to make it a part of his life. Yeah. Um, the guy's going to deny it, but it, it would be just be so obvious. Please help my, my high school best friend just watched Aaron Sorkin's The Newsroom, and now he's <laughs> turned the entire high school morning show against him. That, be, <laughs> that might be it. Where he's always, uh, yeah, he's always trying to. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when, when our friend wrote a silly little parody of The Office to play with the morning announcements, my friend cursed him out live in front of everyone, calling him a, quote, fucking hack and saying that <laughs> saying that this Tromsky bullshit ripoff couldn't float a boat in, in the Nile with the with all the salt or something like that. Like, I would, would love, I think that actually might be the thing. I like that. <laughs> Oh man, that's a good one, dude. But but so so, which of those three was your favorite? Was it was it the, the Halloween? I think it's one? pretty obvious which one was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, the, the Halloween. Last guy. Oh my goodness gracious! All right, are are you ready? Now speaking speaking of business, because because you know that guy's got a a hell of a business uh, on on his hands. I got a hell of a macro a macro. Yeah, uh, let's hear this. I've been waiting. Macroeconomics for, for us. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's hear this. So, uh, former WCW uh, executive Eric Bischoff famously uh, had an autobiography called "Controversy Creates Cash." You know, in, in which it argues that anything you know, involving Bischoff, I'm I'm interested in. Let's see, let's hear this. You know, you know, once whenever you think, you know, think of the phrase like uh, "no publicity is bad publicity," right? No such yep. thing as bad press. So, I think what we need is a scam. But a scam, you said? A scandal. Okay, okay. Uh, but quickly I realized that, like, 
uh, I don't want to be involved in a scandal like where, where I'm to, to, to blame. For okay. the fall guy. You, you want me to be involved in the scandal? Well, I don't want to be hard to sell you as well, and, <laughs> and being a target of 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 a, uh, of a fall guy scam. So what we really need is to, to bring in a third. And, and then what I realized is, uh, you know, even then, if we were to benefit from the scam. <laughs> That could be tough. So it's got to be a scam uh, <laughs> and a scandal that does not better. You know, it can't be like a scandal. that's like hero, hero podcasters save orphanages, <laughs> orphanage, because then, you know, like there's a blood trail. Like yeah, people are gonna look into that one. Point, people are gonna look into that one. You know, like 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 we're gonna get canceled. Like like then a new a fake scandal can be a scandal in and of itself. You know, that's what we gotta realize. Yeah, that's true. We, I, you know, I think we touched on that kind of before a little bit on the uh, on your your original one. Well, so what I'm looking for here is I want a reverse non-ironic Jussie Smollett situation where we're Ooh. gonna bring in this third guy where he blows up his own life with some sort of scandal where he paints where, where really the only damage done is to himself via himself but he claims someone else does causing uh an international inf- incident i think you got your guy in that that previous story i think i think well i was thinking about bringing him into this it's like he's so got he's got a his, he might have his own business one day that so could be russia's hot right now you know russia's hot yeah. russia's hot in the streets so maybe we bring in, you know, a white guy. Well, that's the other thing. Russia's great, you know. A Russian in- scandal involving a Halloween store would. Well, well Russia, would think about this. Russia's the perfect villain because historically they've been villains. You know, Nikola, uh, Nikola Koloff used to come out in the WWF. And they really stuff. have in the constant one where, like, we've never eased up on that. Like, it's always yeah. just like, oh, Russia. Like, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, you know, the WWE wrestler they used to come out and sing the Russian national anthem? Mm-hmm. Did you know he ran for Congress in Maryland in 2006 and his opponent just ran ads of him being like, America sucks, boo. Like, <laughs> that's, that's a great guys. like back and forth campaign. I, I like I would move to a place just to watch that campaign unfold. That, oh, man. That's but, a classic. But, so so what we need is is like a white a white guy that isn't Ukrainian but claims to be Ukrainian and then fakes like a Russian hate crime against them. Uh, to much, okay. you know what I mean, and then maybe we get the community involved. It's just like this kind of reminds me of that that guy from the league that like the uh, he claimed his parents were were involved in like nine eleven. No, he, he claimed he to... was involved. He was the even There's kind of yeah, shades of that in here. And okay, I love when I like he was this. called out on it. He was kind of like, I don't know why I said that. It's like, well, we know why for attention is the answer. Yeah, like, why you thought you get away with it? it. Also, I kind of like. I feel like he got found out by somebody who like went through the records, which I really applaud. Like you, you got that. I mean, you know, if somebody in his life had just ratted him out, that's an easy, an easy situation. I'm pretty sure somebody was like, wait a minute, like that doesn't add up. And then they like went through like the World Trade Centers and was like, I don't even know how you would like go about looking that up either. Yeah, but. yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, but but so you know, we get the community involved and like we really get like some some big people to denounce Russia and then we reveal it. As fake, you know, like like then the Russians will comment on it, and then then we're in the lexicon, you know. And again, like we have a fall guy here. Like me and you, we didn't yeah. do anything. It's really a Russia's crazy yeah. enough. They they like they might kill somebody. And I mean, that's yeah, that's gonna you get know, some. That's gonna garner some attention. I like if I was a famous person in Russia, like. 
Dude, that's a big thing in China. They just like snatch people. Like like the richest right, man in China it. was just gone. gone for like eight months, like unseen. If you're really rich in China, how do you stay in China? I don't get why you. Although I read a great, you know, I know, I know Israel's not, you know, there, there's a back and forth with Israel. I'm not, I'm not touching that one with a stick, but you know, to go back to the fact that we, that at least I am anti-Nazi, um, the biggest, I believe Heinrich Himmler was the we biggest. We got to make sure you touch on that at least yep. once. <laughs> yep. I believe that Heinrich Himmler is the biggest, uh, like, uh, like Nazi operative, like, like from like the third Reich that they ever like. That's a great Nazi name. I'm I'm not saying. Honestly, again, anti-Nazi, but credit to them. They really, they really stuck to the roots with the naming Adolf Hitler, Goebbels, Heinrich Himmler, you know, uh, uh, like they, they really knew, you know, like, like. I can never hear Goebbels and not just like, I picture just the Nazi gerbil every time. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, Goebbels was the propaganda dude. He yeah. really had it going like during the last days of the war when like, you know, the, the noose was shrinking around the Third Reich, like the, the walls are caving in, the allies are storming the castle. He would just be like, you know, well, God likes us more, guys. So like a laser weapon is going to come from the heavens. It's going to burn the, the rat enemies of ours. And it's like, all right, bro, like you you count on that one. Okay. Um, but Heinrich Himmler is one of those people who famously. And you know, there's the way, at least the one crazy old guy, though, that's just like, honey, we're not we're not moving. Yeah, we're good. We're good here. Oh, dude, that's a great one. Is there's a it's going back to the Reddits from earlier. There was a Reddit that's called "Explain It to Me Like I'm Five, which is a very interesting Reddit, and I love that. But one of the dumber ones I ever saw was, "How did the Nazis like stop in Germany? Like once the the Allies won, did everyone just suddenly stop being Nazis?" And it's like, all right, kid, I got a bridge to sell you in Brooklyn. No, they were fucking <laughs> monsters who just there were monsters who were defeated who were just like. Well, boy, did I decide to change a new leaf. Like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? What world do you like? Like, what man do you think Hitler like hypnotized them? Like, <laughs> like brainwash? Any, anyway, going back to why I brought up all this. Whoever, if it wasn't Heinrich Himmler, someone else, there was this big Nazi guy that like ran away to Argentina uh, after World War II, and the Israeli commandos literally just went and got him, and they just weekended Bernie disaster. They like knocked him out, put him in a wheelchair, put him through the airport, and got him on a plane, and this guy just woke up and. and Israel in the cell. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And again, Did like you showed you a rabbit. Yeah, that's a, that was a great movie. Great, just a great movie. I, got, great I always got to mention that. I, always, yeah. I love bringing that movie up. Yeah, that's really good. Oh, that was a clever movie too. The whole like he thinks yeah. it's great, and then at the end mm-hmm. he's like, "Wait a minute, Nazis? Oh. Are, <laughs> the Nazisms are bad. I I oh. never would have thought." Uh, I did like how they did that. <laughs> All right now, I think uh, Soy, you had a, a topic or two for us at this point. What do you got? All right, we we two quick ones. One, I think you, you may have heard on social media. Well, so I'll say that for a second. I won't take a little longer. First one um, is you and me both enjoy ourselves a, a fast food restaurant. Oh yeah. And so, uh, and there's one restaurant. This is gonna sound like I'm doing an advertisement for <laughs> for them, but. Uh, there's one restaurant to me that always sticks out with when it comes to just constantly evolving, mm-hmm. uh, but in a different way than the other ones. And it's, it's Taco Bell has recently opened up a, you know, this is one of the reasons I want to bring this up. It's in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. They, they open up a new restaurant that's called their, it's like their de, uh, Defy concept. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to have where it's straight drive throughs and it makes the drive through experience in two minutes or less. Yeah. I just want to get your thoughts on that. I, I saw a bit about that. They got like the bank teller food. Booth. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's what cool. I want to break off is that. So is there no inside? 
So they have an in- inside, but you can't dine in there. You can just order in there. You can order so, in there. So what's funny is that I did find uh, after COVID that like, and it's kind of, and it's kind of stuck with me a little bit just because I'm almost used to it. Is like I hit drive-throughs and eat in my car much more. Uh, I'm a pretty yep. decent sized Chick Fil A guy, and um, I would say uh, up until recently, I would always eat it in my car uh, through the pen. Like, like I was used to eat it in the store and just recently. Yeah, I, I don't mind eating in the car. Yeah, yeah um, I've you know. I feel like Taco Bell. I'm not the biggest Taco Bell guy. Um, yeah, yeah, I knew. I knew that. I knew. That. I feel like just like the thing I like about them. They always like when everyone started right, they like, are trying innovative. to do the health stuff. They mm-hmm. they're the only ones that like just went the other way with the health stuff, and we're just like, all right, we we know who we are. We're we're gonna just yeah make food While that's also, even worse for you. And like and, obviously, I'm talking about this from a pure like business standpoint i'm you know the furthest thing from a vegan vegetarian so i don't care about this but i feel like while like there's that thing where they didn't care about the health stuff but they also more than those other things had like more vegetarian options of like potatoes and cheese yeah you know what i'm saying so like so like you know because i always knew like those kind of like the the crunchier kind of vegan vegetarian people like love taco bell you know what i mean they did have a few where I, I remember they're here and I don't know if they still have, but they had a few where they, they started putting bars in them. Yeah. The, I, the cantinas. I guess yeah, in New York city. Like, imagine it's just like Saturday night going out to a Taco Bell. Yeah. That's gotta be a, that's gotta be a pretty primo bar hopping spot in New York. Like, yeah. like you're trying to go from one bar to another and it's like, yo, like let's grab a quick bite at the Taco Bell and like, we can get a beer while we're oh, there. You know that. what I'm saying? That's a great talk. Gotta be pretty exclusively great for that. But what I was going to say is I feel like, Oh, before I continue with the Taco Bell thing, on the health thing you said, I loved that early like 2000s McDonald's campaign where it'd be like, all right, healthy, like let's make a salad. And it would then just be like the unhealthiest salad. And like, <laughs> yeah, just you know, put everything we got in the salad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's just put the Big Mac with lettuce, like, <laughs> caught up with lettuce around it. You just throw some mean? other lettuce around it that nobody will notice. I remember, now this wasn't like, advertised as a healthy product or anything. I don't think anyone thought this was healthy, but I remember the chicken selects randomly were like way worse for you than you'd think. Do you remember the chicken yeah, select guess, tenders? Yeah. I randomly remember they had like way more fat and sodium in it. Than so, like yeah, I think the sodium was like the real big one with it. But I do feel like Taco Bell is a pretty good, similar to Sonic, like a pretty good like eat in your car place. So I do feel like that defines- yeah, You got a lot of rats and stuff. Yeah. Like I guess some of it could get messy with like the nachos and all, but what is your what's your go to um, Taco Bell order? I get I like Taco Bell. Uh, they have a thing called a quesarito, mm-hmm. which is basically just like combining a burrito and a quesadilla. Mm-hmm. Um, I get one that has steak, rice, cheese in it. I get the nachos too. What's like that thing? What's like I see? I love Lupa? nachos. I love nachos. I make these crazy. They had you can get any kind of meat you want on the nachos too. It's pretty good. No, I I just get very sharp, this very nice, very sharp cheddar cheese that I like, and I just make. You are a big nachos guy, no? Four or five layers of nachos deep. You just get the nachos there, get a little crunchy. What's what's that like flattened thing that people like? Is it a Crunchwrap Supreme? I'm thinking of. Crunch Crunchwrap Supreme. That's like that. It almost looks like a pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pizza too. I thought you were talking when you first did that. There, they got the the chalupa where it's. So that's a taco hard shell, cheese, taco soft shell, and then the meat. Dude, you know, so I imagine you were never a big Disney Channel guy because, like, you were too no. cool for school growing up. <laughs> Naturally, though, not, like, in a forced way. No, no, um, you're not. You know, an older brother guy. Um, we, you know, I was always a big TV watcher uh, as a kid, and and 
Uh, you know, still I still like the Disney movies and all. I was still into them and all. Yeah, yeah, but but I had um I had very uh I I had my bad insomnia since I was in the second grade. So yeah, during yeah. the summers we'd always come down to the shore. Uh, my dad used to rule the air conditioner with an iron fist. So there'd be like a lot of nights where I was wide awake, really late into the night, and we didn't have Disney Channel. Um, and Mount Laurel, we only had it at the shore. So like, I'd always watch Disney channel down here and, uh, Kim possible was a big animated. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. I know what it is. Uh, with, with like this girl's like a secret agent. He's like the red hair, right? Yeah. 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 And she's got like a goofy guy, best friend. And they're like secret agents and they're like, hangout was like a Taco Bell knockoff. It was like a big sombrero and like it was a Mexican Uh, restaurant. And like this dude would just always like make these nacho burrito like mixture. And like I'd always like I I, there's so many animated foods that I'm just would like starved after as a kid that I would then go on to realize like if I saw this in real life, I'd be like, well, I don't want this at all. You'd make these crazy Mexican food Taco Bell. It is funny how they'll just wrap it differently. And now it's a different thing. It's like it's still the same thing. How far out do you think we are from seeing a sushi fast food restaurant? We got you got the pizza one now, right? Blaze is it Blaze considered fast well, food? Oh uh, yeah, I've never you had know, it. Yeah. People wouldn't can call it fast food, but you know anything conveyor belt. You yeah, know, I like, consider that fat. Like I can, I'm considering like Chipotle and all fast food. So yeah. um, I love Blaze Pizza, man. When I, I was think out- you'll have, I think you'll have like a Chipotle style, Subway styled, like go down the line sushi place. Yeah, the one from Shark Tank, how do you roll, uh, was a big failure. Was it? Went out of business, yeah. Ooh, Bryson Stott with a double. Wait, so what, how did they do it? Uh, it, was, it was literally that. It was like a subway, but for sushi, where okay, like you well, could go I mean, through. yeah, because, well, just the, I don't know how, how well Long John Silver's does, but just the idea of fast food fish probably turns a lot of people off. Mm-hmm. Um... I, uh, yeah, yeah, fast food fish has got to be a big turnoff. But I was about to say, is like, you think about it, sushi, you can kind of make it pretty fat. Like, you can just roll it on the go and order it to go, and you're not cooking it. So, that's what I'm saying. It would make sense. Those those guys are are real quick. Even when you go to a normal uh, sushi place, it's Mm -hmm. in a way, it's almost fast food because you're you're sitting down there right in front of you a lot of the times and they roll it up real quick. So, it's like, no, what's your your second segment? The second one now, this one, again, I don't know if, if this was like a big topic at all. I'm sure the guy got made in front of online. Uh, did you hear about the Mona Lisa guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just did you like did you see what he said it was about? What? No, I didn't. Oh yeah, wasn't it like a climate change thing? Yeah, and he just like his quote is from just like he doesn't have like a, a like an actual thing behind it. He just goes, "Think of the Earth. There are people who are destroying the Earth. Think about it. Artists tell you think think of the Earth. That's why I did this." And she's like, well, you don't even have like a specific thing that you're saying. Yeah, dude. I like, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a hippie or anything like that. I, I do always find it laughable when people act like caring about the earth is stupid when it's just like, oh, no, you know, I, yeah, I know. It's like, 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 well, that's where we live, bro. Like, I don't, I don't know what yeah. to tell you. Like, like, again, like, I'm not, again, I'm not a vegan. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't wear like hemp made clothes. I'm not saying all that, but like, you know, those people where it's just like, if you, you know, ever comment on something environmentally, it's like, oh, who am I talking? The best argument I've heard for that with that work, though, we, uh, I think it's Louis C.K. was making fun of how like sometimes a lot of times will be real religious people that are against like the climate change people stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it doesn't make sense because it's like, if you believe in that stuff and you believe God created you this, this mm-hmm. world, earth, like, when do you, that mean like you have to take care of it? Or just like literally, like, you know, the ozone layer, bozo. Like, that's, yeah, you know, just, just very, you know, I, I, 
like again when and this goes to me saying like i'm not crazy with it it's like yeah yeah, uh, i'm not i'm not sitting here saying like we're gonna die in 12 years but like as simple as like man you know one day we're gonna be gone and then my kids are gonna be around and there's more people than the earth can handle like we should probably try to make sure everything's all right you know like like, uh, but but yeah like that's what i was saying is like that therefore i hate when like bozos like this just make an ass of themselves prove nothing it makes no sense message. yeah I yeah it's like, it's like him going in disguise I, I did like that i did like that he was dressed like an old lady right i couldn't I, all i kept thinking yeah he was dressed like an old lady he was they said he was in a wheelchair the video i saw he didn't look like he was in a wheelchair but the article says he was uh, um i kept thinking of the oceans movies though like oh, oceans yeah, 11 why is, why is oceans 12 and i was like and then they, they I know he just threw something at it, but like that confirms to me that like, someone could just steal it again. <laughs> I don't know why I jumped to that conclusion, but dude, you know what's funny is I saw some people act like I I never thought like just uh, you know uh, uh, as like like I I never thought like you know when you're in high school like a, a pep rally like oh like the football players dressing as cheerleaders like made this clear I never thought that was like you know some great comedic thing but i saw some no. people like driving like the trans issue into that guy disguising himself as an old woman throwing that thing and it's like bro like I, did you never grow up on cartoons like how many times is mickey or uh uh bugs bunny like get beaten up and thrown into a clothesline where he gets cartoonishly okay i just threw my mic dangled <laughs> up like on the clothes no, it's like, like a wacky woman's dress you know what i mean uh, yeah. no because like the other thing is i saw a bar stool uh a Barstool Instagram clip went viral. It was some girls, it was some girls that was like, we just got our new house and like we had a party and like our theme for the party was like dresses are mandatory. And it was, you know, a bunch of girls. And then it was like guys wearing dresses, whether it was like over their clothes or like, you know, you could see their boxers, whatever, like, and literally all the comments are like, what if the world come and like all this other stuff? It's like, bro, like, I remember this old clip of like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Robin Williams in like the nineties doing like a routine with the, uh, Denver Broncos cheerleaders wearing one of their uniforms. It's like, who's pretending like this is some brand new concept? You know no, what I mean? Like, doing it forever. I mean, they used to do like the cop dressing up like a woman too. And yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I Mrs. Doubtfire. Like I, you gotta yeah. respect the, uh, uh, an old woman disguise. Like, was this guy haunched? Was this guy haunched over with a walker? You know, going very slow, being like, "Oh, I'm, I'm leaving this world so soon. I just need to see the Mona Lisa one last." Time. Like, that's money, you know. Again, this guy's a bozo with his whole, his whole thing. But like, that's a, that's a great routine. Like, who? I, I, I mean, I personally, this is a little different. I've dreamt of doing the same exact thing, but with a cowboy character. Like, a, not same exact thing as in a disguise, not throw like a cream pie at the mona lisa which also by the way the mona lisa was covered it didn't you know was that's the, uh, that was the point i was gonna bring up last was like i read this whole thing i was like oh threw it. i guess that sucks for them it was covered so yeah. what's the big deal why is it even a story it's a non-story uh, uh, is is the case that holds the mona lisa a piece of art as well yeah like as a scratch i don't understand um and then I, and they bring up that they throw in at the end of the article that and i thinking back on it, i did know this but the mona lisa was once stolen and just like it probably isn't even the same Mona Lisa. Oh, oh no! They have way. no, they have no clue what it was, like where it went, and then Dude, it just that's was also back. one of those things. And and granted, I get like it, it matters, and I get why it's important. I'm not totally shitting on this, but like you know, when like France was falling to those Nazis that I disagree with, and Nazi Germany. You know, like there's a bunch of bozos. I was like, we need to get the art out of here. It's like, no, you need to get the Jews out of here. Like, <laughs> let's, let's let's make some priorities here. You know what I mean? Like, like, like. 
I again, like, I'm happy we still got the Mona Lisa and the Louvre is still nice. Like, like, you know, some people will paint some more pictures. Like, let's let's worry (laughs) about the human lives. I think I mentioned, I, uh, no, I did mention that for sure on a prior podcast. So I'm not going to get into all this, but again, much like that man, I've long dreamt of wearing a bolo tie and a cowboy hat and a fake mustache and being somewhere and being like, what, 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 I say, I say, boy, I never, never, never heard such fancy talk from a gang of bowl like y'all. I, I routinely try to do that going into casinos until I remember that I have to show them my ID at the table. It's going to clearly not say like Can't Oklahoma or Texas, you know, <laughs> and there that goes. So. All right, folks, we got a great cooperative double-double for you here this week. We're actually cutting a few segments, me and me and Sawyer being the great podcast hosts we are. And Sawyer, while I'm announcing this right now, can you actually write down, like, as a note in your phone, uh, just the three things that I said that we'd push to next week just so we keep track yes. of that? Yes, I can. But, um, you know, we were so over-prepared for you guys that, that we kind of realized we had too much planned for this episode and that it'd be, like, two hours and 15 minutes and... Poor Sawyer's got an NBA Finals game to watch, uh, so we can't we can't keep him here forever. But this week's double double, we've got toys dash gadgets dash fads from like the late '90s, early 2000s, or no, just in general, I think. And then and then uh, foods and snacks from like the '90s, early 2000s. Yep. Sawyer, food. Start with. Well, first off, is am I right? It's just food and snacks, early 2000s, '90s, and then it's just fads and gadgets for the and like toys for the other one yes yes okay do you want to do food first or or toys first uh, what are you feeling i'm feeling uh okay a coors light commercial came on so we're going with food Let's do uh it. food snacks things of that nature from the uh late 90s early 2000s so this is my only one that is yeah there's one of those things that people claim is like a 90s kid thing and it's definitely you know they still sell them now very ubiquitous but um, I this is like my most universal thing I put on here and I put on it very specifically because I was not allowed to have them growing up uh, and they're Lunchables. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, Lunchables I, I counted anything for that, even though they're still around because I have them as well. If they came out in the 90s. I yeah, can't. no, that, that's very fair. You know, we're, we're the, there's not a commission here. We're, we're passed and <laughs> loose with the rules. So <laughs> it's all good. But but no, I, I agree with you. I just my parents like they were big. I don't know what some about lunchables being bad for you somehow but like but that just made me want them really it was just for the tiny candy bar which really was a very small yeah. candy bar i wouldn't even have liked most of the lunchables and like my dad packed me a very fine lunch but oh man did i want lunchables growing up and and i just never could get them and and man, the packaging there is very cool i mean it's got you know we just got off this whole planet thing that's had to be terrible for the environment how much plastic and materials went into a lunchable oh there's so much uh, I, you know, and again, it's very funny, like the, the lunch offerings and be like, oh, make yourself ham and cheese sandwiches with crackers. It's like, well, that's not really a lunch. Like, you know, that's but again, I like ate growing up. My parents, I guess we're always in a rush. So they, that's what I had for lunch most of the time. I was going to guess that you were a big lunchable kid, but then I would have yeah. felt bad saying that after I said like, well, my parents wouldn't let me. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to be that. Bad that's bad growing up. That's what it was. All the things that parent like other kids weren't allowed to have. I remember, uh. Actually, one of you, I won't say his name, but one of your friends, first time he came over, my parents like gave him like a drink and he was like, I can't drink soda. Like I'm not allowed yeah. to. And then, yeah. yeah. No, see, like I could have soda. I could have fast food and stuff. Just for some reason it was it was Lunchables were one of those things. That I was the big no-no. Yeah. Well, they got, I haven't seen. Do they still make all the like 
they got wild with the the kinds for a while. Like no, they, I think they I think they burgers, tacos, and like I think they dramatically scaled back. Like scaled even some back, of the originals, like the nachos. I don't know if they make I those anymore. I still to this day will grab like late night at a Wawa. I'll throw in a, the pizza lunchable. lunchable yeah. Room. Um. All right. What do you got? Uh, so that how, wait, real quick, you just was, took number one off my list right yeah. away. Wait, real quick, what was the the crust thing like? Was that just a cracker, or was it like a crust cracker? The the base for the pizza. For the pizza, yeah. No, it was soft. It, it was like crust. Yeah, oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. good. They got they got stingy on like the like. So they used to put um, there was a big thing. I always remember this. I always point it out. I swear, no one knows what I'm talking about. It was always the same shape, though, where they put the crackers and stuff in. For the pizza, though, they had the one, the bigger, uh, like, the divide in it was the cheese, and the smaller one made the pepperoni. Like, it, it even looks like it's made for that. Mm-hmm. Now, when you get them, it's reversed. So, you got this tiny thing to fit the cheese in, and it's like you barely get any cheese. And then the big thing with the pepperoni doesn't make any sense. I, I hate places that skims to hoping you double dip. Very, very it's poor taste. Mad. Poor taste. All right, what All do right. you got? I'll do um because I just listed a bunch of these, and since you took my number one and right away, uh, through 3D Doritos out there, they just oh, made that's a, a good one. I actually have I a. Just... I'll go with my next one. Uh, really, uh, like I'm not cutting you off. This is no, you're good. Cheetos Asteroids. I think Ooh, they came yeah, in the same thing. Yep. They both came in like those they, cans. You know if they brought those back yet? No, I don't believe so. They, that but, that's the thing that sucks where they brought them back. They don't have they don't have them in that tube. The tube was the best part. Yeah, they're in like they're in like a bag and they're, they're not as good. I swear. Were the three D Doritos also in the tube? Right. Originally? They were in a tube too. Yep. Yep. I think those those three. It products- wasn't like a Pringles tube, but it was like yeah, like it was a, a similar. Yeah. Do you know what was the big differentiation? The lid could turn into like a cup. So you could like Ooh, pour the okay. things into there. Yeah, yep, that's a good one. That's um, it, it also yeah, was they like brought them back. St- I had them uh, like a few months back. They weren't that good. I was about to say I couldn't see them being good reintroduced. Uh, speaking of the Cheeto asteroids, I was gonna say like they were a big thing where it's like you know the texture and the taste were just a little di- you know it wasn't just a Cheeto in a ball form like it obviously was a little yeah, yeah. A little different. I could just see it coming back and be a different. Form. Whenever they bring it's it back now, they they usually take something out too. Like another yeah. one of on my list, they like specifically took a ton of sugar out of it, and it's not as good now. Oh, uh, I think I might know what you're getting to, yeah. uh, which I'm excited to to hear. But uh, yeah, also those Doritos and the Cheeto Astros are definitely like in those tubes like they were trying to pretend like oh it's like space age you know what i mean like look at the ooh, that that was a big like turn of the millennium thing was like you know food technology like like just <laughs> technology and everything you know what i mean like just 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 throwing out technology and and that the idea of like it doesn't it, even make sense yeah it's just like oh no it's yeah all right uh, uh what's your next one because i i I'll just get it away since i with gave you. it away then uh a little hug I had on there. They're not. Oh, is that now. the one that doesn't have sugar? That was not what I thought you were. Well, it's like. still, I think it, they say it still has sugar, but it says like a, a percentage less and it's like, it just does not taste good anymore. I recently found out that they give those uh, juices to inmates in prisons. That's, is that so? Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good deal. I, mean, I was going to say, don't, don't tell that, me that. You're now you're that gave me a big now. plus for jail. I like in yeah, the back of my mind now, I'm not sound too I, bad. I would even like look forward to going to jail. But like if I found myself on one of those buses and one of those jumpsuits handcuffed up, I'd be a little like, um, I'd, I'd be a little, you know, all right, at least we got the hugs waiting for me, you know? Yeah, that would be. I don't know if this applies to all like prisons like that. Like, like they, they were prisons. in like the barrels, right? Yeah, the little barrels. Yep. Uh, but I had a, a buddy that had spent a night in jail where he said that they just gave him 
bread and and like single cheese slices and that was supposed <laughs> to be the eat but it was so cold that every he was just he was very drunk and he was just freezing so he just stuffed the vents with the cheese sandwiches for some reason I was just, just a weird thing to do oh man i uh i don't know why uh but i'm very convinced that the blue like raspberry hugs just had more sugar in it than all the other flavors like combined there must be something to that because like the blue flavor i would say that about like the um the little push pops too like yep. the not like the push-up pops like yeah the, yeah, I know the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah the ice pops the juice pops yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the blue one's the best of that too all right, so next I'm going to go with what I thought you were just going to say. Um, this has made a comeback, and they're, they're definitely still good, and they're actually more widely available than they were before. They sell them in singles and Wawa's now. Uh, Dunkaroos. Uh, you I have can, them as well, yeah. You can taste a little bit that. I think they maybe cut back on the sugar, but like you can taste a little they bit They changed that. up the cookie, I noticed. Yeah, but but again, I still like it. It's still good. Yeah, it is good. You can, you can I taste. think they made the cookie. The cookie might be better. It might be one of the few yeah. upgrades. They did that, but yeah, the, the icing isn't quite as good, but the... I It's funny you just said that. I was about to say, I also probably realized far too late that that was just icing. Like, if you'd asked me earlier, I was yeah. like, oh, that's like a, a vanilla, like, sauce, you know? But it's like, no, it's just, just cake icing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I thought that was like some kind of dessert topping they invented, you know? And just now, now. All right, what do you got next for me? All right, so next, I had them as well. Um... You watched me purchase this this next one. Oh. When they first brought it back, the French French toast crunch. I, I had to bring it up. I, I'd never I'd never seen you you un, unfurl the wads quite like that. That was startling. <laughs> Spending five bucks on the they. I, I was very excited they brought that back because they've had cinnamon toast crunch forever. That never went away. French toast crunch I loved when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. They got rid of it and then they brought it back. Uh, Within what are you? French toast. Obviously, there's like an eggy batter you're saturating the toast in. But yep. what else is in? Is like with it. Cinnamon. Yeah, because um, I was about to say, what, how does cinnamon? What's the big difference between cinnamon toast crunch and French toast crunch? Because I think it's that egg, egg egg base to it. Um, the, the and look, the look of the cereal is funny because it is just it's a piece of bread. Yes, yes, and, and then I they. Love. They want to let you know that the egg is in there because the bread is very yellow on the inside. So it, it is different texture, like look-wise from Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay. Like, so you bring up a valid texture question. Is it more of a taste play? What's that? Is it more of a texture than a taste there, play? The taste difference, I would say, between the two cereals is it's a lot, like there's a big syrup taste to it. Okay. That, that makes sense. Um, but, I'm uh, going um, to... That is a valid question. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm going to indirectly piggyback off of this one for my next one um in funny fashion because um i've always been a big cereal guy and i don't think any of my childhood cereals really got um i don't think any of my childhood cereals really went away i was a big lucky Charms guy and a big peanut butter crunch guy also Ooh, really like the cookie crisp no i like... that's what i was about to say i was also a big cookie crisp guy which i know some people kind of always said was yeah, just, i don't think that went away but it still like i think that still counts like that came back if it did go away i think it went away for yeah, yeah i i've been i've still like i still eat it to this day it's, yeah it's, like i yeah. Um, say, um but uh the one cereal that i liked there was a s'more cereal that you only see sometimes yeah. i'm I a sucker for about. anything s'mores and that 
takes me to what my thing was, which was Hershey's used to have a s'mores chocolate bar from, it was like our elementary to kind of fifth and sixth grade years was when it was out. It, it was, it was a Halloween means dude. I'd, I'd weigh 500 pounds. If these were available, <laughs> like still, when I got my, like, do you remember getting your car or like getting your ability to drive and being like, Oh my God, like, Halloween's never going to be a big deal to me again because, like, I can just get candy whenever I want. Whenever you you want. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And not only just get candy whenever you want, but get, like, you know, like, yeah. you know, your parents will get you snacks and stuff, but there's a difference between, like, getting the exact thing. Yeah, thing you want, you're craving. You know what I mean? Yep. If they had these things, because, like, there's uh, there's these fruit-flavored Tootsie Rolls that are only in ShopRite sometimes. And, like, if I see them, I literally buy three bags. And, like, 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 the, like, the Halloween bags of them because, right. like, I know they're not always there. Like, you know, when Skittles went back to the uh, lime Skittle recently, I like I've been much trying to not eat candy like the last few years. Like there's few candies, though, like when they come back, like when Skittles came back with the lime, like I, I bought Skittles for like two weeks straight because like I, I just, you know, I, know, I, I get that. There's a, there's a cereal I have that's like that. They uh, everybody knows Rice Krispies, like the little pieces. <laughs> they have one that's a Rice Krispie treat cereal, though, and it's literally just like the bars, but broken down into chunks as oh, a cereal and it's, it's I know, yeah. delightful yeah but i yeah, but no, i, I could tell you the last time i've seen that anyway dude, this s'mores bar the, it, it like the bottom like like i was yeah, i don't know this bar though I don't, dude, it's a chocolate outside the bottom where where like think of like a graham like, cracker type thing at the bottom. yeah there's a graham cracker base and then and then marshmallow like like think of like uh, uh, a a uh, uh, twix bar but the cookie's a graham cracker and the caramel is marshmallow, but there's less cookie, more marshmallow. Like you get what I'm yeah, saying? Sounds, like it was, it was delicious, dude. I used to look forward to it every Halloween, as mostly when I'd see it, when I get it. Um, again, if they were, if they were available right now, s'mores are also like every so often. My mom uh, will bring back some, some like gro- s'mores material from the grocery store. I'll start casually putting them away as a snack, like you know, like <laughs> their hand food. Like I'll, I'll like eat. That. I'll eat like four s'mores in a sitting without even blinking, you know, like s'mores That's are, okay. I, I am a sucker. Any, any dessert, I see s'more, you know, s'mores, ice cream, s'mores, milkshakes, s'mores, cakes. I, I'm a sucker for some marshmallow and chocolate. I'll go for it every time. I, I, I got to look this up. I, this one sounds delicious. Yeah. I, so I Googled s'mores candy bar and it was hard to find. I, uh, I found like an Amazon ad for it and I will text that to you now while you uh yeah i'm, I'm curious what this what this looks like i want to see if i recognize it yeah yeah here so say your next one i'll text you uh this picture um okay yeah, i i actually this actually wasn't on my list but you made me think of it uh did your school like because we went to different elementary schools even though we grew up in the same area mm-hmm. did you your school have the cry baby water ices uh were they the ones that had the no, it's I'm like a small the... cup, but it, it it gives you like the wooden spoon. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoon. I know the ones you're talking about. They were like they were sour, but for whatever reason, at countryside, it was like the day they didn't have. They had them like once or twice a month, maybe. Mm-hmm. And the day that has it, like if you were the kid that just brought extra money that day, like you were the coolest kid in school. I was about day. to say when you started talking like lunch money, I was like, man, do you remember that? Like what a gamble that was like having lunch money one day, not enough the next. Yeah, you know that, that's, I mean? And that's how I was for me always growing up. So it was just like, and if you got lucky on that one day where you had like, yeah. Oh, I have the extra change. Like not only buy me one, but like buy buddy, their uh, cry bear, Woody or ice. Everyone got fired up. Yeah. There's nothing better than like coming back and be like, yo boys, 
Got an extra pack of Cheetos. Like, yeah, yeah. Hungry, you know, <laughs> we'll up. there's few camaraderie like the boys lunch table back in the day. You know, oh, that's, no. that's a level of brotherhood that, that I think the world could could use seeing further into, into the life. I you stand know? by that comment. I see. <laughs> yeah. Um, up next for me, I have. Uh, oh, this was a lunch or a breakfast favorite for me. Uh, uh, not toaster strudel. This is close to that. But the Pillsbury toaster waffles. Do you remember those? I don't know those. Those sounds oh, great. They, so they weren't even shaped like, like, you know, they were kind of bread shaped uh, ergonomically to fit into a toaster, but they were, um, they weren't like out of the way shaped like bread, but they were like waffle sticks that you could pull apart and they went right into your toaster. Oh, I did. Okay. No, no, I know. I knew we are talking about. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, they I, ended I, up coming out with chocolate chip ones, which were my amazing. cousins always had better snacks than us. So we always like going over there and they, and they had that as a for breakfast. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't recognize this s'mores thing you sent. Yeah, I mean, how good does that look? Oh my god, that's nice ridiculous! Open. Yeah, dude, it's that, and the big that big chunk in that is marshmallow. Yep. Oh wow. Have you ever had a mallow more? I think. They're yeah, more. I know. Like I know the cookie. You so you know how that marshmallow is very like spongy. Yep. Like it like bounces. It's like rubber. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yep. That marshmallow was not like that. That not marshmallow. Like that. Was... that marshmallow in that candy bar was like the whipped chocolate inside of a three musketeer like it was perfect dude. oh i love three musketeers too yeah. oh this is i'm gonna have to let me know if you if you come across oh you won't because you're, you're gonna yeah. be hoarding them no uh, no i i I'd toss one see another good candy hoard is the last two years reese's this goes kind of right into the s'mores thing it's adjacent to s'mores because i also love peanut butter reese's has had these easter reese's cups that have been top half marshmallow bottom half chocolate middle peanut butter and they're delicious Oh, wow, like I'll, yeah. I'll buy like and they come in like four packs and i'll literally sometimes buy like six of the four packs and just stick them in my fridge in like <laughs> over like a week and a half you know play better. yeah i can't tell you last time i bought candy but i might be buying candy this weekend after yeah. this discussion i'm probably going to wawa for a snack after this anyway and it's going to be damn hard to stay out of the candy aisle <laughs> dude you know what's really curious. funny let me know if you, if you do go in and let me know where you get i'm just out of curiosity you get secondhand uh t- we're not quite at that level yet, but I remember my seventh grade teacher telling me that he went to Friendly's once a year and treated himself to a Sunday. And I was like, why <laughs> is eating ice cream like that big of a deal for you? He's like, wait until you're older and you'll figure it that make out. It just like, sounds like he's a sad existence. Seven. Yeah. I mean, that still is really sad, but you know, all right. What, 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 what do you got here? What's your last one? Uh, are we over last ones? Uh, I'll do got a few here. I'll do a shout out to you there. I don't know. You, you might have one of these. Um, I, I got an extra bonus one, so so you can have two left here. So okay. you, you okay, I'll just stay do two the here. Co- and then cosmic brownies or zebra cakes, I threw in there too. They were they were lower on my list, but yeah, I, they're I, very I, famous. People, you know that that play. You're offline. That that goes viral every so. Once yeah, I figured more. that. That's why. Like I didn't have them on my. I try to keep it to a top five, but I listed a bunch of out, and they weren't on the top five. So I figured that was the case. About once a year on Twitter, like all the little Debbie products in a big graphic, get, get like, thrown up for their picture. Yeah, yeah, it'll be like you know, pick two or something like that. Right, right. Um, a oh, war. I could have said warheads, but whatever. They probably get brought up, brought up too. My my bonus one was I was a product tester in third grade. This is when my life peaked for the Ocean Spray Company, and I got to test these juice boxes that never got released to the public. That were like the greatest juice box ever called or I ever tried. They were called Juice Busters, and uh, they had a resealable cap. Which was was it a candy or like an actual juice box? No, it was a juice box. It was a juice box. 
And um, because I this this part I was gonna put high C fruit punch or high C uh, oh, yeah. juice boxes because they were my favorite. That cardboard, the straw, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But this was in a pouch and it had a resealable top. And what it was is that it had a main flavor and then it had a pocket of a different flavored juice. And you oh. squeezed it and it popped the pocket and you mixed it together. So oh the wow! Flavor I had was cherry blue raspberry, and the main oh thing is cherry. Dude, it's the greatest thing ever. Why? How this never saw the market? Because that I like stuff like that more than I like just like sweets, like just yeah. chocolates and what, like that stuff. How this? Ne- how juice bur- bur- busters never saw the market? I will never. It was amazing. It I'm was gonna f- guess that it was probably just expensive to make. Like, yep. Uh, it's, I, <laughs> I think juice box, and it's just yep. But. That's exactly that what delightful. it had to have been. Because I, I, I love anything like that, too, where they like you now make it like into a thing. Yep. That you're consuming, like you're taking things apart, like the all mm-hmm. that stuff. All right. Do, do you have a last one you want to read, or, or are you good with your? Uh, your no, I think we're good on that. That was ones. All right. That's good. All right. Now we got toys and fads. This, yep. this, this is a big one. For, for people who, who grew up in the 90s especially, but I started with a very universal one, the one that made me, I told you that there was a toy that I thought of that made me decide that we had to do this subject, uh, and it's the pool submarine-torpedo. Oh, yeah. There, oh, that's a great toy. That is a great toy. That one. is a great Now, the rest, <laughs> of these are, the rest of these are much more like, you know, uh, uh, like fads or like, like yeah, you know, that, no, that's a good one because that's that's one I didn't expect. Like, oh, I I could I to this day I could sit in the pool for hours with no one and just throw that thing with goggles on and watch it go. And then I could see over. you too, especially like I love that thing. I could just see you like having this idea too that you're throwing it faster than everybody else. Oh too, no, I, I I threw them very hard. No, 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 mine. <laughs> Mine traveled very well. It was a combination of the throw and just, I, I think I understood. Yeah, I could see you spending the time. Yeah, the- I think I understood the water a little better than everyone else. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's, I mean, and, and they weren't the easiest to catch, but like they never hurt. You know what I mean? Like, obviously they're in the water, so they're hitting you at such a, such a right. speed, but like, like, yeah, it's, it's a fun game. Very fun. Who, who doesn't love throwing one of those things, you know? No, that's a good one. Cause that, that was the one you. downside of doing these. I, I was worried about, uh, He's getting brought up too much, too much on a lot of these, but that that's one I, I didn't expect. So good, right, good work out you. of you. Um, I'll start with one that I never had, and I don't know why I like to bring it up so much because again, I never had it. I think I maybe saw them and played with them one time at someone's house, but I, maybe it's like you want what you can't have is uh, crazy bones. Oh, I had them on mine. You oh, well, sorry, you can't play. How do you play with crazy bones? I don't know. I I, I you didn't know. have them, so I didn't know. Is it? I, think there is if you look up because no, oh yeah there's technically a last, game there's no oh, there oh, yeah, is because in the game. last three years i for some reason i've started talking about crazy bones a lot yeah even though i never had them um there is a game like if you go on their site there's something like you line them up and, and you i think you throw them at each other which yeah yeah it's like bowling it doesn't make a i don't think it's that. a lot of fun it doesn't seem like it's a lot i of fun. also <laughs> remembered one of them was called funny bone and i was like oh i get it because of a funny bone and then oh, i realized oh, like, yeah. oh, wait a minute none of the rest didn't of everyone just had I, the eggies the one like everyone had i think yeah but but I was, well, because you need Eggy to throw at the other ones. But oh, is that um, but that's what I was about yeah, to say. There is like, a game, you think? F- Funny Bone was the only one that was a bone punt. The rest of these aren't bone. <laughs> no, punt. no, I don't think they're even close. Yeah, like ah, uh, the other like there's not one. And then there was one. I think that was there was some that were like just way bigger. Where it's like, oh well, that's, that's just cheating. 
Oh, okay. All right. You just inspired the second one, dude. I don't even know what these are called. Me and my brother got really into these for, for like this one year. There was this Star Wars game. They were like action figures, but there was actually like a battle type game you played with them. Like they each had like a number of moves. It was almost like chess where you had to knock somebody over. And it's like on the bottom of the Star Wars action figures, they had like a certain number of moves you could like literally make with them, like in any direction. And then like, you know, if they were like a droid, they could blast and the big shot could knock them over. If they were a Jedi, you had to spin and turn them and they could like whack the thing over. Very fun game. Oh, well, they put some, yeah, they put some effort in that one. I don't yeah. Know Honestly, like improv, like made up games like that are very fun. This one doesn't count, but I remember like a baseball card collection that was like also like a, a computer game. game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's like you put in the players and like you can play other people's teams in simulated games. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. All right, what's your next one? Um, I'll go with uh the Bop It next. Oh, Bop It's great. It's a classic one. That's, that's another true. one to many people's chagrin. If I'm at somebody's house and I see that line around, I'm sitting down and you're gonna hear Bop It. Dun, dun, dun. The yeah, four, I could see like if that's at a like a yeah someone's party, I could see you just not the four-handled bop it is far better than the two-handled bop it though. Do you agree? What do you say? The four see the original bop it just had twist it and pull it. Then yeah. there was the four-handled bop it that also had spin it and flick it. The flick it, yeah, I that got added it. a lot. Yeah, yeah, that added. How, a lot. Did they build on that even more? I'm sure they did. I remember I had real young cousins that would, they would always have our toys for like the new versions of it. And we always had to dismiss them saying they're not. <laughs> you know, the bop, it was, was not all that dissimilar from a Simon Says, which was always a fun game. I actually, yeah. I mean, I would even say it's a, it's a blatant ripoff, but I'll go with the yeah. bop. <laughs> a blatant ripoff. Yeah, it probably was. Uh, also think about the uh, shape of the object that wanted you to flick when it said flick it. That's a very good point. <laughs> just saying. And we say Disney. I wish they could, could have seen the, the eyebrows raised you just did. <laughs> um, so for my next one, I have to go on a little bit of a tangent because um, all three of my next things are going to fall into this category. So uh, Pokemon changed the world. Yes, swear again, you're too cool so that, Again, that's number one on my list. <laughs> I imagine, I mean, sorry, I imagine, I'm not even like joking here. Like, could you name 10 Pokemon ever? Me? Yeah. I it's the one game that like everyone got into that I was young enough that I did actually get into it too. Okay. All right. There you go. I was about to say I could uh, I can see it's you number one on my list. It's the I can one see that, you like, actually being like one of those adults. It's like you mean Pokemans? Like what are they? You know, it's the I always say it's like the one thing that like even like I guess when I was real little, I did for a little bit did like the Dragon Balls they could I had buddies that were in it, but even that I was like after a few months, I was like, okay, I'm done. I can't yeah. do this anymore. But Pokemon, like, I actually did get into. Uh... Did you know Pokemon's the so so? Uh, I I only like playing like old video games these days, like video games I used to like, stuff like that. So like, I still have a big collection of the Pokemon games and the Game Boys to play them. So I, I bust those out a couple times a year. Still a big oh, Pokemon fan. That, that's the one specifically. I I played that. Like, I didn't get like real. I think I had the cards when I was. Yeah, say I collected when I the cards when I was little. Never played them though. Yeah, and, like, I never actually got like I when yeah. I was real little and I grew out of that pretty quickly. The the Game Boy one though, I did get it. 
I used to get in trouble though when I first moved to Mount Laurel in kindergarten because I was a terrible speller and that was like our big assignment every day. You had to write a sentence mm-hmm. and every, like there was always a kid in the class wearing a Pokemon shirt. So all the time I would just incorporate whatever his shirt said into my sentence because I didn't know how to mm-hmm. spell anything else. So whatever <laughs> his shirt said, I would just put in the sentence and the teacher was not. Well, not Pokemon bad. actually isn't even what I'm picking here. So you oh, okay. can pick it later. Yeah. But I was okay. trying to, so what I was, what I was like getting to is that Pokemon is to this day, the biggest money-making entity ever uh, in entertainment. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. More than Star Wars, more than Marvel. Do they still do like sh- shows of it and all? Yep. They still do. Sh- so, so that's another funny thing is that Pokemon uh, is technically a video game franchise. The game came first, which I, I think is wild. Like, I, I assume that. Yeah, it's I a comic book first, you know, a manga in Japan, but no, um, it started as a video game and they still come out with new games that then come out with new Pokemon and then come out with new shows about Pokemon, but Pokemon is about based off the color of the game, you know? Uh, So, so they, they pretty quickly went from colors to just opposite stuff, but very funny that you said that because they just announced the next games and the next games are going back to color for the first time since like 1999. So what do you mean the opposite? Like, it's just like, Uh, it'll be like Pokemon Sword and Shield or Pokemon. Ah, Okay. Pokemon X and Y. Pivot, okay. Oh, well, there was one Pokemon Black and White that came out uh, like around when we were freshmen in college around that time. So, okay, yeah, um, that's colors too. But, but you know what I mean? Die, you know, opposite type of things. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Opposed. Um, but anyway, so Pokemon was so successful that it spawned a whole genre called Pokemon clones, which was any anime centered around. Um, centered around a young boy going on an adventure or something of that like, but really the whole show is just about selling shit, like a toy or a game or something that you had to collect. Uh, And in this example, I'm going with Beyblades uh, because Beyblades was the most shameless and the worst out of these three because they literally invented a TV show just to sell tops. And like, I was into Beyblades for like, I liked the first season of the of the TV show. You know, I'd say two years, I probably collected them, played them at recess, you know, was into them like everyone else. But like, they literally just, like, like Pokemon, this guy invented this monster catch. Like, again, with it starting as a video game, it makes, and, and it was a video game where you're supposed to collect things. It makes sense that it became so commercialized, you know? I never, I never played Beyblades, but I think one of my first Venmo payments ever was to a random kid in college and it said for your Beyblades. Yeah. That's great, but literally, like, they invented a TV show just to be like, let's sell tops to children. You know what I mean? Like, I make that very clear. Um, So this one, this of the three Pokemon clones I'm going with. That's the thing that you ripped the cord, right? And it's, yeah, okay. Yep. And you had these, like, little stadiums that you had to do them in. uh, Those would always get banned at recess very quickly. Uh, But, yeah, Beyblades are the first of three Pokemon clones that I'm going with. That was something from Pokemon? No, it's just that's what they like. I said this genre was called Pokemon clones. Pokemon oh, came out like ninety four, okay, okay. and it was so. I massive. thought you were saying like okay. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. That it, it, it like invented uh, right its there, own man. genre called. Yeah, I get, I get. You saying. know, like I said, where it was like in this, like where because you know the whole idea of Pokemon from a storytelling standpoint is like these young kids that like dream of being a Pokemon master. You know, master. like <laughs> and then it's like this Beyblade show, but again, like. Pokemon started organically where I was like a video game, you know what I mean? Where like, and in any video game, you know, the main character has got to become this big hero. You know, then these other shows came out like Beyblades where it's like, this kid's always dreamed of being a Beyblade master, you know, but it's really just to sell Beyblades. Right. I don't know about all that. 
All right, so what's your next? That's we got next. Um, I'll do that one last. I th- threw um, the Sim Computer games in there. Oh, I like that. I like, and that's boys and girls. You know, everyone loves. Yep, that. I threw. Uh, it said the. Uh, I think the original one came out in two thousand, so it, it fit. Um, I don't. I don't. Do, do you know if they still make them? I don't even know yes, if they still make them. They're still very big. Yeah. All right. Yep. They. Uh, I just remember like with my cousin stuff them learning all the cheats and stuff for it. Yeah. Doing, uh... Uh, I remember in the first Sims game I ever played, uh, there was an egg chair. And after that, I thought that was like the, the height of luxury. Egg <laughs> yeah, the egg chair. chair. Yeah, I was just like, I need one of these. Like, like this is, you know, one day I'm going to be a big success. So I'm going to have my egg chair, damn it. <laughs> Our cousins were weird. They, got, they would get like real into it and, and do like survival where they would like, they would build the house and then take the door off. Yep, that's a big thing, yeah. That was a big thing with them. Yeah, that was also a big thing, like, you're in fifth or sixth grade, and it's like, yeah, like, let's let's, let's make them make it, you know? You put the, uh, well, there was the Chico where you can move the shower. Yep, (laughs) yep, yep. But see, if this this wasn't a podcast, it was a show, like we did on the macro marketing, they could see this, the stuff you're doing with your eyes. (laughs) These last two. My favorite thing uh, with The Sims 2 is that, I gotta be honest. I completely forgot what I was about to say. Oh no, no, no! It was the voices. They'd all be like, "Oh, the voices." I don't, I don't know why they couldn't just make them talk normal. I don't know yeah. why. Like, they had to do. I kind of liked Roller Coaster or Zoo Tycoon a little more, though. I'm with you on that because I loved raising that. the price. I thought you were gonna have because you and me have had a few talk about that. I thought you were gonna have it on there. I was trying not to. Nah, to go full circle Steve from our earlier. That. that was Steve's game too. To go full circle from our earlier ballpark conversation, I would always want to play Zoo Tycoon and be like, watch this. They're going to raise the popcorn 50 cents. We're going to make so much more money, and these sons of bitches are just going to keep paying. Fuckers. <laughs> like, uh, I, was, I was all in. But you could always just lift up the guy if he wasn't happy and just take him out of the <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I loved how, like, yeah, building out Zoo – it was. it's very fun to build a zoo. That, uh, that game was just designed for you, too, I feel like. That yeah. Yeah. My next, you were, you were the demographic for that. Game. Yep. Yep. Oh man. I, I mean, I love animal earlier today. I was just hit my dad with some mean owl facts while he was trying to take a nap. He was not happy. He what kind of facts? Owl facts. You got a on hand for us? Uh, yeah, sir. I mean, I, I know a ton about owls, but what, what I was uh, telling him was that owls have multiple eyelids. Uh, Cause they have a clear set of eyelids that they use while they're in flight so that they can fly and that they can still see, but their eyes are protected from the wind. Ah, things of that nature. My next Pokemon, my my next Pokemon clone, probably the most famous of them all, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! is a near and dear place in my heart because a friend of mine had relatives in Japan. um, And when Yu-Gi-Oh! got big and he got us the Yu-Gi-Oh! cards like early. So like everyone in elementary school, like, like they knew that we, we had a hand on this, you know what I mean? Like when yeah, it got really got popular, we were the Yu-Gi-Oh guys. And what was funny, my big critique with Yu-Gi-Oh is the initial card packs that they dropped sucked. Like, like it would just be the most basic lamest cards. So what I would always yeah. do was I would buy the Japanese packs because they were like, you know, a year ahead. So they had all the better ones. Um, and I'll never forget one time at the Jersey Shore Boardwalk buying a pack that i thought were japanese but it was the new american packs that were actually good and i was like 
this is amazing. Like this guy, I don't have to pretend like I know Japanese anymore. Like, like to use these cards yeah. against kid. That's another famous one. That's you know, gets banned at recess because some crybaby makes a trade and then wants his card back and throws it. Oh, that was like that. Those are like my fondest memories of, of elementary school. The kids just getting babied over uh, our bad trades. I'll never forget. I got really mad at a kid one time because, like, I hated the kids that would like take advantage of kids. Like yeah, younger yeah, kids, yeah. stuff like that. Like they're the ultimate assholes. But one time, I mean, a kid just did a trade fair and square, and like it was a fair trade. Like, like you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like I wanted his card because it was a card I didn't have, and I was you get like the, the note card. back, and you you go home the next day, and that's a that's an eternity for a child. And then the next day, you come back, and their mom wrote like a note. Yeah, yeah. Like the next day, this kid like was like crying, like demanding the card back, and I was just like. Like, look, man, like, I feel really bad and stuff, but, like, I didn't even set, like, like I didn't have to convince it. Like, it was a very, you know what I mean? And I ended up giving it back to him. But I was like, dude, A, like, you made way too big of a deal of this, and B, you got to acknowledge that, like, you know, you're, you're just having buyer's remorse at this point. Uh, but the also, the other lame part about Yu-Gi-Oh! was that in the show, uh, you, they had the, the wrist, the dual discs that were these big things that you wore on your wrists and you put your cards in them and they put these oh, yeah. hologra- holographic images in the real world and they sold them at toy stores uh but they just did not have any holographic or any capabilities at all it was literally just plastic that you put on your wrist and would hold your cards and cost 40 dollars. it was the biggest ripoff ever yeah I, I remember not really getting it like i think i had some cards but i remember thinking like it was just like i don't know it was too similar to pokemon and then i think that's when i first started like getting in the thing where like we got the cards and we kind of messed around with all the kids with the cards and we were like, I don't know, doing some scheming. Yeah, I um, I did. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! definitely was one in that big brother back pocket of mine where undefeated against my brother, uh, once he started getting a little older and a little better, anytime, you know, he started making me sweat draw some extra cards while the kid's not looking. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> get bailed out. You know, I'm not getting boy. the cards I need. Boy, am I going to find it, you know? So what your, what your brother had to put up with. <laughs> I, I, that's, I'm, I'm sure Steve and Ryan were, were pulled some tricks on you uh, yeah. when you were your age. I mean, you were just talking about scheming kids your own age out of their Yu-Gi-Oh cards. So. Well, they're my age, at least. My, <laughs> I did get it. did Because uh, I was always, I won my fair uh, share of sports trade card, like with mm-hmm. cards. Uh just from like no more would get but one kid finally got me in fourth grade we did a trade i remember the trade this day it was a brian erlacher rookie for a terrell owens rookie i had multiple of the brian erlacher ones so i was like all right and a to at like i was like all right i'll do this got home the to rookie card like specific like rookie cards will specifically say it on the front of the card mm-hmm. i didn't like and then on the back i didn't really see much stats like i think it showed his first year stats and i thought it was saying like it was mid-year rookie it was technically year. a second year it was technically and like the, the uh, dad had to uh, point that out. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a classic. I remember. Like, yeah, I got got. I got Dude, caught. We 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 were too young for the cards. Like I collected cards too, and to this day, I still have a mint condition hot. Like like I got this from somebody's a birthday present. Like it came in a case. It's a yeah. holographic like mint condition autographed Cal Ripken Jr. rookie card. Oh wow! Okay. Um, but like we came around too young because like. Like now, dude, like, you know, they have those, like, I used to buy so many packs of cards and now they have like those $70 boxes and it's like, you're guaranteed one rookie yeah, card. Like, yeah, and, I, like, still ha- I had them just from the big guy. Yep. Yeah. And like one rookie card and like one, like 
like really when we were started getting older is when they started introducing like the autograph cards and like the cards that had like the piece of the jersey the and i always thought that i was have a few of those thing. yeah i wanted those so bad. i have one of those where it's like it's tim duncan's uh piece of his all-star jersey and garnett's piece of his all-star oh jersey that's so cool that's so cool Steve yeah I... did the box thing one like one for one nfl draft and it was the reggie bush draft because he thought like bush was going to be a huge name i forget who the other guys in that draft but he thought like all of them were going to be like Paul Fainer bought like oh, the actual gone. box, seventy dollars boxes, and he, he never did that again. Did he, did he like get any of them in the box? He he got those guys, but like Bush obviously didn't have the career yeah. he was gonna have. I um I remember though, like right when I kind of was stopping collecting baseball cards, the thing was they had the platinum cards were like the new. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember those. Yeah. All right, what do you got here? We got last um. Either you can, I can do specific games for it too, but Nintendo 64 in general, Mario yeah, Kart 007 one. was the uh, big one. 64 was great. That's the first thing that I ever remember. Like, uh, I was in kindergarten, I went to a friend's house and like he had it. And we played Super Smash Brothers. And I just remember that it was like first time I came home, like, you know, I was like, hey, mom and dad, like, you know, I know I have everything I could ever ask for. Like, I need this thing. Like, this yeah, thing, like right. I don't even know what it is. Like, like it's this video game thing. It's awesome. Like, yeah, the N64 is amazing. I saw it. It does. You can still like play it today, too. It's yep. like, it's one of the ones that actually does. And it's not just like, oh, you're just saying that, too. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Holds up all around. Yeah. It, like, it still holds up for sure. Yeah. It's, it was like a great thing in college. I, I brought ours and like it, we played it all the time. For my last one, um, I have these this thing called scanners, and it was like this little, it was like this little device. Like think about like the size of a small cell phone, and you could scan barcodes, like like of of like soup cans, sort of like like you know whatever at a store or in your pantry. And like monsters would come out, and you had to like. I never figured out how it worked. I just knew you scanned, and there were monsters. I didn't know how to catch the monsters. I didn't know how to fight the monsters. I didn't know which monsters were good and which monsters were bad. But like the commercials were awesome. I'm probably gonna have to tweet it out with like the link to this podcast thing. And like I was just like, I need to scan some barcodes, get some (laughs) monsters. It was just called like scan. I don't have like the slightest clue what what this thing is. Oh no, it's you know, give give me your last one. I'll have to find this YouTube. For this commercial, yeah, I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah, because I don't. What's what's your last? Are you looking uh, that up? That that reminds me. There's a, there was a computer game like uh, Pajama Sam computer game. That, oh, Pajama Sam, love that. I don't care how old you are. Like if you go back and try to play that game, you can't get past like five levels of it. Like it's at the beginning. Oh. I remember playing as a kid, and we couldn't get back past like the first two things. And then like I went back because it frustrated me so much when I was older, and I was like, oh, now I'll be able to beat it. One thing I was like, I still have no idea what, like, what's the next thing you're supposed to do here? Dude, it's funny you say that. And this will be a great wrap up for the podcast because this will go back to Pokemon is that I started playing the first Pokemon game before I could read. And, um, you know, after you beat the third gym, you get on the ship. And after you beat the last guy on the ship and you get off the ship leaves without you. And everyone tells you like, oh, I guess like you got to go take this cave now. But I couldn't read. And I kept thinking I like lost the game by getting off the ship too soon. So I uh, would just restart after the third restart, gym. Restart, just go back. Yeah, there's eight gyms. So, like, I only ever got to, like, level three, basically. Yeah, three and I'd be like, damn it, <laughs> messed it up again, restart. I'll never forget the first time I was old enough to realize what happened. I was like, it was literally like that uh, that uh, Aladdin song, a whole new world. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, there's so much more to this that I, that I never knew about. I literally was that's playing great. 30, like, like 25% of the game. And, like, that's all I could get to. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, I all like right. Well, all that. that's great.
this is our, our personal together. I think I've done a solo episode, actually, as, as scary as that is longer than this. But combined, <laughs> this is our record episode together. So thank you guys for sitting with us. I think this was a great one. We had the cut material. Getting from going. It. We're getting going. We had so much. So we'll see you guys next week. And root for Jason Tatum to get over 20 real quick, too. Yeah, there you go. And you know uh, Sawyer means that because he's a Sixers fan. He hates the Celtics. So. That's <laughs>